0: up everybody another episode of the straight cut coming to you from west end cigars inside the members lounge i'm flying solo tonight i have no guest host because mark had a really good time at st louis and got a little backtracked with uh, the martinez group and up there at riverman cigar company um i can't wait to have him back so we are flying without him tonight but i do have two guests with me uh, tonight who we had uh you know we're glad to have on we have Josh and John Mills from Acquired Tastings Podcast, so it's nice to have another podcast on the group, and we are smoking the uh, the Julius Caesar tonight because you wanted to pair it with some spe- uh, specific drinks, so why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what we're drinking.
1: Yeah, man, so I'm Josh. Uh, we're doing tonight, I've got a kind of a twist on a Negroni using the Diplomatico rum that we had last week, so it's a, a calling it a, Three four six ne- rum negroni.
2: Okay.
3: Dad, what you got? And I have a blood and sand and I'm I mix it a little heavy on the scotch. Normally it's three quarters scotch, three quarters of the cherry liqueur, three quarters of the sweet vermouth, and three quarters of orange juice. So I do a little heavy on the scotch. Hope yeah. That's okay. <laughs> surprise, surprise! You're heavy on the scotch. I think I think
0: we'll be okay. So, so which one are we starting off with first? We're gonna go ahead and start with the blood and sand. Okay, and and, uh, and so why did you want to pair this with the Julius Caesar? So, Dad,
1: this was your pairing. So, the Julius Caesar is just one that my dad and I have smoked quite a bit. That's right. And so it's a. Ooh, we've nice. got some stories with this cigar, That's so nice. Dad, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about why you wanted to do the blood and sand? Besides, just that it's a scotch well, I think, cocktail.
3: I think this scotch and the cigar go very well, and a blood and sand, as I already said, has some good scotch in it. We just use a uh, blended scotch, which we like, Famous Grouse, and I think it goes well with this cigar because the cigar is not overpowering with spices. Uh, has a little cocktail or little coffee notes, and I think it fits very well. And then the Blood and Sand, if you don't know the history, it's kind of sketchy, but there was a movie back in 1922 called Blood and Sand.
0: That was a little before my time.
3: Uh, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the oldest guy in the room, but not 22, 1922. <laughs> and I went out and found a, found a little um, clip of it, And it's about a bullfighter. And so the clip that I found was the bullfighter and a very gorgeous woman. uh, And he's like dancing with her, but she's like the bull because she's dressed in red. And he's like the bullfighter because he's in blue. And it was kind of fun. Yeah. But the Blood and Sand, um, you know, it's, it's not the greatest cocktail drink. And in fact, there's a lot of things that... You can find out online, it's like, WTF, what's wrong with my blood and sand? <laughs> so I fix it by adding the scotch to it, a little more <laughs> scotch, because, you know, a lot of people think, well, this is just orange juice and cherry juice and a little bit of a liquor. And maybe it's just, you know, too sweet. Yeah. So, that's why I add a little extra scotch
1: to it. Yeah, so like first couple times I I've had this this cocktail, gosh. I've had it quite a bit, but I don't think unless I go to the same bar with the same bartender, yeah. I've had it different ways every right. time.
0: So I don't think I've ever had a mixed drink involving scotch because I don't think of scotch as a as a liquor to mix with. I usually if I if I'm drinking it, I'm drinking it, you know, neat or on the rocks. Right. So this is the first time I've ever had it mixed with anything. So it's uh.
1: Yeah, and so we use famous, like he said, we use famous grouse, and famous grouse is a blended whiskey, which is what you're mostly going to use with your scotches. So most people don't think of Johnny Walker as a cocktail, mm-hmm. a cocktail one, but it's actually a pretty good one. But famous grouse, uh, if you've ever had uh, Highland Park
2: mm-hmm.
1: whiskey, a uh, single malt, or McAllen, those two houses sell their single malts to famous grouse, and they blend them together to okay. make this so, so they're you really really good scotches scotch, yeah <laughs> in this and you can buy a handle for like 30 to 30 bucks all right so it's a it's a great one to have i mean it's good on the rocks or yeah just neat i mean i yeah. wouldn't drink
3: it neat
1: it's a little, little, little hot for you <laughs> well, <laughs> a little hot on the- well
3: josh is not the connoisseur of scotch that i am but see aaron that's the misnomer you can take scotch and make basically any whiskey cocktail that you want and use scotch instead of the bourbon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you've got that acquired taste of scotch, you're good to go.
0: You said the name of your show in the sentence. That's nice. Well, I like that. acquired <laughs> <It's> taste.
3: <poetic. laughs>
1: you can acquire the taste for the scotch. I mean, that's kind of where it came from. Yeah. but. You know a Rob Roy, yeah. That's a, that's okay. a scotch-based cocktail. Okay, it's a blended scotch cocktail. Well, and Pencil on insulin. our
3: first cocktail epito- episode, I did the Rusty Nail. Okay, and and that's a scotch drink. Okay, so and that's another one that you know
1: with your listeners being cigar people, and ours, you know, maybe not be, but it's one of those ones that you know Drambuie is really sweet, yeah, because it's like a honey a honey liqueur. It goes well with the with cigars because it has that kind of cleansing effect. Yeah. That, that sweetness man on the palate, yeah. yeah
0: so what what i like about your show is that every week you have three main components you have a beer you have a wine and then you have a liquor so it's nice how you break it down all yeah. through the whole spectrum and I, I think it was the first or the second one um i think you like you gave him a beer to, That's right. to uh to to guess what it was yeah. and just off his notes of what he was getting off of i was like man, that sounds like tank seven. That sounds yeah. like tank seven. So I, had to, so I had to wait the next week to to see if I was right. And that's what you guessed. That's what I, but Hey, hey I didn't guess <laughs> I was going through my notes, but I was wrong. So tank seven next to Guinness tank seven is my all time favorite beer. I mean, oh, okay. that's, yeah. I mean, that's up in, you know, home area. Yeah. So I love tank seven when I was, when they finally started bringing it back down here to Arkansas, I was so excited, but it was nice. To, it was like, all right, somebody else gets that Tank 7 love. I mean, I I
1: like it. We love love Tank 7 because, you know, we – How
3: long did we live in Kansas City? 12, 13 years? Well, I lived there before you were born. Oh, yeah. And we came back to uh, Kansas City, lived in Lenexa, where Lenexa is. Yeah. Uh, The first house we had was in Olathe. Yeah. We came back to Lenexa in uh, 1992 and lived there until 2003. So I know all the stomping ground you're talking about. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. last week, your podcast was talking about, can I take your order now? Oh, uh,
0: yeah. Hey, <laughs> Hi, may I help
1: you? Hey, may <laughs> I help you? Hey, may I help you? Okay, okay. No, no, so, i ready yet. So
0: I had a I had a few people reach out to me, and they're like, I don't understand. What do you mean? They yell at you? So since you know yeah, what yes, Gates is like, exactly. you can attest they, that like, you have to know what you want oh, yeah. the second you, you walk in there. And before that stuff was online, Aaron... Oh, you
3: would. You had to learn the would, hard way. You and the hard way I learned <laughs> is you you walk in there and you're coming in from outside mm-hmm. and it's sunny as can be and you walk
0: in there and it's dark. in <laughs> it's that dark and, red brick. Yeah. You can't see shit. <laughs> and there's <you laughs> smoke covering
3: the windows. <laughs> and you you cannot you cannot see the menu up um, on the wall. It's up there because it has
0: that lattice work and like oh, you yeah, got zi- to right. like zig around. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Kids nowadays have it easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and so, I, so like, I kind of
1: equate like the Gates... Hey, may I help you to the varsity? Have you ever been to the varsity in Atlanta? No, but I, I've, I've heard like it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, but Gates is a little bit nicer because the varsity, if you don't know what, you, if it's your turn mm-hmm. and you don't know what you want, they send you to the
3: back. Next, oh. <laughs> no, it's not even next. No, it's, I mean, it's, you, it's, you, go, you go to the back. Next, it's, <laughs>
1: yeah. at Gates, you know they'll at least they'll at least look at you really funny, and you if you don't already if you're not already telling the person behind you to go, then mm-hmm. they'll be like,
0: next. How may I help? Hey, may I help you? Uh, tr- stay, stay or go. Yeah, you, right. You, like like I said, you better have that tray if you're, you're uh, staying. Yeah, if you're staying. <laughs> yeah,
1: and if and it's one of those. I have gone in a bunch of times, and I, I'll stand in the corner. So it's one of those like old school zigzag lines uh-huh. that's already that's built in, and I'll stand in the corner even if it's even if there's no one else. I'll stay in the corner before <laughs> you get, before I get up to the gate and be like, okay, what exactly am I going to eat today? Hey man, how can
0: you? i I'm just a minute. <laughs> See, that's why I have. The, I order the same thing every time. Oh yeah, it's the that's mix. The easy way. It's the mix plate. Yeah, and like mix plate, strawberry drink. That's right. What, that's <laughs> that's what it is. Like it's, the fr- the first time I order it with uh, with Mo, my wife. Yeah, and uh, I got it, and she's like, "Am I going to order something?" I'm like, no, trust me, the mixed plate will be fine. Oh, and yeah. then she sees it. Oh yeah, it's and huge. it's like seventeen yeah. pounds of meat. It's and, like you eat this by yourself, and, and that's like, the thing. Yeah. I, like I used to eat it by myself. Of course I did. but uh, yeah, uh, I'm glad somebody can share the love of uh, of Gates and everything. Yeah, because I mean,
1: we brought Gates. So when we moved down here to Little Rock, that's we right. We would like tell that story. We would right. bring Gates barbecue sauce by the case. Yeah, we didn't board it. Yeah, so do you know
0: back in the day, uh, the Bryant Walmart used to sell it? No. Yep, they don't Damn. anymore. But back in like early 2000s, really, they used to sell it. Yeah, yeah. So we we would go
1: back every once in a while, and you don't go to the grocery store, you don't you don't try and do that in Kansas City. You don't go to the price, you know, the King P- Super, Price, the price, price Chopper, High V, Chopper or Hy-Vee. Uh-huh. You, I mean, you're going to Gates anyway because you haven't had it in however long, right? And you're like, <laughs> I want a case of sauce and a case of rub, and they like, look at you funny, and you're like, uh-huh. I'm from, I don't live here, I now. don't live they're here. They're like, okay, yep. yes, honey. And we so, <laughs> we looked it up online one time, and it was like one and a half times the price.
3: Now I liked what Mark was saying last week too. He was saying you don't need the sauce.
0: You you don't, but so, when you have gate sauce, oh yeah, it's it, it's it's, a, it's sex in a jar. That's the that's the <laughs> best agree. way I can describe that. But, it,
3: but we make our barbecue with with their rub. Oh, their their rub yeah. is and there? make a dry rub, and we'll we'll present the sauce. Mm-hmm. anybody wow. wants the sauce, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I'm I I want it. And a lot of times it, I don't. You don't need st- Yeah, I Kansas City barbecue I never use sauce.
1: Whole hog barbecue I always use sauce. <laughs> I
0: mean, I'm gonna br- just bring my own. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs>
1: I'm like, well, okay, I'll use this. i use the sweet sauce here and just give
3: it to me. So, Aaron, <laughs> I, I saw you snip a little drink. Yes. What do you think?
0: I okay. So the the first initial. Okay, this is nice because I don't drink a lot of cocktail drinks, especially with rum. So, or a uh, scotch. So you're gonna get like okay. my. Real feeling. Hey, give it real. The the initial burst of citrus is really, really nice. I love that on the palate. Um, you know, and it's and it does work so well with this Julius. Because yeah. it, with with that Julius, you get a little bit of that cocoa-y, that's right. That, that leathery. That's right. And it really helps with this what what is this called again? Blood, blood and sand. Blood sand. and sand. God, that's a that's an awesome that's name. That's a great too. name.
3: So the blood is is the cherry liqueur. Because you get that red, yeah, and then the sand can be the orange juice to make it that tan color yeah. that it ends up being. So, yeah,
1: so I always thought it was a scotch because you know it's, uh, it's well. So you, I mean, you,
0: you get a little bit of that spice and a little bit of that bite on the back of the palate, and it really does work well with you know the Julius doesn't have a lot of spice to it. It's no. a lot more coquy, right. a little bit of leathery. It's rich. Well, I get the it, coffee it, from it. Yeah, I mean it, it's. Like this is a three quarter full body, but it's, it's a, it's a rich, it's not really a robust cigar. So it does pair well. Yeah. Really nice with this. Um,
1: Yeah. And that kind of like the orange juice, that sweetness, the mm -hmm. sweet vermouth, we're using a really good sweet vermouth. Uh, We're using Camparo Antica and it's, you know, a liter of it is 41 bucks, but it's one of those things we've we've come to realize in just like in food, Mm -hmm. because you're a food guy too you know, when you have less ingredients, the quality of your ingredients matters so much. That
0: really, it makes, yeah, it makes it stand out on its own. So you have to have, like you said, that quality ingredients. If you, if you have shit ingredients, you're yeah, just, right. you're just masking exactly. everything. Exactly. And it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's really good. So you have a background in, you, you, now, do you have your sommelier license? I
1: have, I, so I have my first, my first level of the sommelier. Okay. Yeah. There's four in the, the tradition, the path that I've gone down and I've, just the first, so if you've ever seen the movie Psalm or mm-hmm. anything like that, I'm like way, 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 <laughs> we'll way those there. guys. <laughs> As you can tell by my blind tastings, I like rarely hit a wine,
0: but yeah, I'm I'm I like wine. I I'm more of a white. I like uh, Pinots or no, not Pinots. Um, my mind just went blank. Uh, Cabernet, Riesling, Riesling. Riesling. Yeah. Right. I like Rieslings. I like the I like that wine that like breaks like glass inside your Mm -hmm. mouth, has that super sharpness, Yeah, okay. but not too sweet, but it's good good Riesling, good Riesling, good Riesling, not, not the, uh, not the, not the real, not
3: the real sweet Riesling you like, not, I mean, no,
0: (laughs) I'm fine with a, like a little sweetness, but, uh, you know, I, I just like that, that sharpness Mm. because, because even with cigars, I like that really strong, potent, just like really you know, you're smoking a cigar. It's yeah. super spicy. And the same thing with that wine. Like I like that sharpness that you can tell, right. You're, you're drinking something.
1: Yeah. So that's, you know, that's kind of one of those things with pairings. When I, when we were thinking about this, like, like my mind immediately jumped to like, if this is a wine episode where I'm throwing down an Alsatian Riesling or even uh-huh. a Hertz because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people like to go red with cigars. And to me, it's it's a hard on hard kind of pairing, yeah, yeah. Because you got the spice, you have the leather. It's kind of like when you guys did the um, uh, the Chianti and the oh yeah yeah. Uh, was it wasn't a Macanudo.
0: No, that was the uh, uh, Monte Cristo. That was no. It was a with the Chianti. We did the uh, Alec Bradley. Was it okay?
1: Yeah, because it was in in you know. Chianti's have cedar, mm-hmm. cigar had cedar. It yeah. was cedar on cedar on cedar on cedar on cedar. Oh,
0: you talking about the very first the one? The very you? first one. Okay, you guys so did. that was um, that was the Romeo Juliet eighteen seventy five. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because that was the one cigar. I was like, I don't like that cigar already. Mm-hmm. Um, but then with that one, you actually reached out like after that episode came out, and you are like, hey, you, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> try this, try this, and it was it was just so it was so pungent, and it just mm-hmm. th- that. Like if if you give that to somebody who doesn't smoke a lot of cigars and drink a lot of wine, that would definitely turn them off of right. both. Very. So
3: easily. I listened to that podcast, and then I heard that somebody reached out, a wine guy reached out, <laughs> and I go, "Josh, was that you?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, was. like I even
1: came into the shop, and like I came even came to the shop, I smoked a cigar. I smoked one of you those smoked cigars that cigar, yeah. And I was sitting here thinking, I was like, man, it's just cedar, yeah. And I know that wine that they drank. And it's a cigar box because that, that's what <laughs> yeah. we
0: were smoking. That because he was that was before Steve went to Italy, so mm-hmm. he wanted to start drinking some some wines and everything. So he got that from his grandma or something yeah. like that. To so, yeah, that's what it was. God, okay. that, was okay. that was that was a long, that was that, that was a, way that, that was a long time. Ago. That was that was episode <laughs> like three Ten or, or something. something way no, down. it was single digits. Okay. Okay. It was way uh, early. It was way earlier.
1: And I just remember thinking, I was like. As I'm smoking that cigar, it's just kind of how my head works when I think that way. Because as you can tell, we love to do pairings, mm-hmm. and I was just thinking, oh man, if you, if, Italian wine. Okay, you could have, you would have done this. If you would have this <laughs> one, if you would have, you know, if you would have done a Barolo, would have been, could have even been a little bit harsh because Barolos are, you know, what they like the standards, tar and roses. Yeah, and but you know, you just start thinking that way, and and it to me it opens up the world of what it, what can be.
0: Yeah. Well, that would be a good one to, you know, circle back on mm. and, you know, pair it with the proper, yeah the proper drink to see, you know, if it changes my mind any, but because right. I'm not, I don't like real woody cigars yeah. to begin with. And then when you do, so you don't like an outlaw.
3: <laughs> I you know. What, I think that was my first cigar. An Al- <laughs> oh, <wow.
0: laughs> and what then a swisher sweet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> white owl was next. Oh. <laughs> um, Uh, so like, since I already said my, what I'm getting taste wise off the drink, what are y'all getting taste wise off the cigars?
1: So I'm getting that, like, I get a little bit more spice, but I think part of it is because of the spiciness of the sweet vermouth. It's Mm -hmm. got that kind of aromatic flavor to it. Yeah, it could be. And, but I'm getting a lot of like, um. It's going to sound really weird, but it's like if you had hot chocolate mm-hmm. and you put mulling spices in it. Yeah, like you have the all those wonderful little warming spices, but then that citrus races through in the sweetness and kind of rounds out everything. It rounds it out, right? And gives me a slight clear, so it's not weighing yeah. too heavy on my palate.
0: On that that burst of that burst of acidic with the cigar, it does it. It, like like we were talking about before we went on the air, you know, when I drink stuff when I'm smoking, I, I drink a lot of vodka just because it's neutral, it's a palate cleanser. Right. But that but that acidic off that orange, mm-hmm. you know, it 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 does that same thing where it just like it it brightens everything and it it, it accentuates the yeah. you know t- your palate your taste buds. Makes your mouth right. makes your mouth water. So you keep mm-hmm. <clears throat>
1: tasting and right. tasting. What are you getting, Dad? I
3: I just love I love the cigar. I love this drink. They just seem to me they just pair perfectly with it. I get this, like you said, that citrus and the and the little bit of spice that this cigar has. They just kind of meld together. They're really good.
0: So what uh, what cigars do you like? You know, smoking when you're when you're drinking stuff.
3: So I I tend
1: toward the more lighter to medium. I love I love Connecticut stuff. Uh, really good, flavorful Connecticut's the Perdomos. I've got a lot. I used to. I was a member for a while at Maduro when it was open, mm-hmm. and I initially went in with with a group of buddies. Be we like, "Yeah, let's get a locker," and then right. I paid for the locker. Then months and months went by, <laughs> right? And I had all those cigars. <laughs> <laughs> and I like when it closed down, they're like, "Oh, you got to come get these." I was like, "I have 150 cigars sitting in this locker. What am I going to do with it?" <laughs> so I've got a wide swath. Um, I started. Um, my first couple of cigars were Hoyo de Monterey's okay. um, uh, Excalibur Number Three, the Maduro. Yeah, and then I found Rocky Patel, and I love I love Rocky Patel. I fell in love with Rocky yeah. Patel cigars. You and, brought one of those over one day, and yeah, I love yeah, that too. We I smoke a lot of those, so I kind of tend on the the a lighter to medium. I I love this cigar, mm-hmm. even though it's three quarters to full. Um, it's not
0: kind of where I hang usually,
1: but like this one's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't present itself as that.
0: Yeah. This is a good one to like, I always say for somebody who wants to like start, you know, getting up into the fuller body. This is a really good one to like really get your feet with. And because it's not overly spicy, it's not going to knock in your ass. It's that good. It's robust, but it's rich. It's, it's a smoothness. Mm -hmm. It's not you know super aggressive. Like what? I mean, I had a few today um, that were just, you know, they, they let you know you're smoking a strong <laughs> cigar, which is that's what I prefer. I right. like I like those really super strong ones, but this one, this is a good one just to you know dabble mm. with and see if this is where you want to take that cigar journey right. too.
3: You like those real spicy peppery?
0: I do the yeah. spice the spice bombs. You know, grab you by the throat, don't let go. <laughs> it's uh, you know the ones where if I smoke too much, like the next morning, I'm like. Ugh. Just like all all horse and everything.
3: How'd these socks get in my mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Dad, what about you? you, I like the Oliva uh, 5. Yeah. Yeah, it's really a good cigar. I like it with scotch. Okay. You know, it just pairs real well. It's it's a little heavier, but not much, Much, you know. Yeah, so
1: it's kind of, you know, this cigar, one of the reasons we chose this was, you know, what is it, the last two Thanksgivings, or the last three? All three or four. Yeah. So, for the last, what, probably 15, 15 years, we've, we fry a turkey on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's something that my dad and I do every year. You know, we get up early. We, no matter how hot it, how hot or cold it is, we're outside frying a turkey. That yeah. little deck in Lenexa has a
3: little burn mark on it. Just, <laughs> you know, but we've never we've, amateurs. We've, we never have burn. Well, we that you know that boil over thing. Yeah, is really it's really oh yeah, it's real. Yeah. And if that turkey still has a little ice in it, you're done. And see, that
1: was a we didn't for some reason we didn't think to. The, how much oil we needed in the pot with the turkey in yeah, there? The displacement? Yeah, we <laughs> didn't think about the displacement. <laughs> no. And then the, bu-
3: and the bubble over. No, the bubble over. The is bubble what over. Is we didn't anything. calculate. Yeah. Because yeah. you measure how much you need, put the turkey in it, see where it comes up to, but then you forget that there's like two or three inches of bubble. Yeah, in. you got to allow for that. Well, I remember <laughs> I,
0: I came, I went over to my parents' house one Thanksgiving, and I go in the backyard and everything, and I see this ladder contraption. I'm like, derelict. The, uh, the and it, Brown it was the thing. it was the Alton Brown Good oh, Eats yeah. thing. I was yeah. like I was like I was like Did you you just watch the other night, did. You he was like Yeah. yeah I'm I like did. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> but it like it, it works. works. <laughs> it, I mean, you're nowhere near the turkey. You got that. You got yeah. the double pulley system. So, it's uh,
3: well. We use a broomstick. And yeah. It's
0: since easy it, you know. Well, since it's the
1: two of us, we you know we have you know the hanger and everything, uh-huh. and we stick a broomstick. In each, between get, it. each get on one side. We each get on one side, and we'll slowly let it in, and we. So the burn the burn thing, you know, we just, that was, you know, we're standing over it, put it in, drop it in. And and it's just,
0: like, oh, sh- wait, <laughs> Shit. Oh, no, 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 the, Where's the
1: fire extinguisher? Turn it off. Turn it
0: off. I mean, and with Thanksgiving, just right around the corner. I mean, it's always one of those things like somebody's going to light their damn uh-huh. house on fire. Oh, every I mean, year they every it. year there's a story like, oh, we, we were frying a turkey in the garage. I was just like, why? I mean, that's the garage <laughs> on fire. Both cars why? burn. <laughs> I mean, the Darwin Award Uh, is is going to get handed out at some point this year, you know? It's always going to be a turkey thing. It's like, like, you know, I'm born on the 4th of July, so, like, fireworks were always a big part of my birthday. Like, I don't deal with fireworks anymore because I had a Roman candle blow up in my hand, but there's always... There's always somebody that loses a digit on 4th of July. It's just, it's like, you never have anything really bad happen on say like Valentine's day or (laughs) St. Patrick's day. You mean you'll have have some drunks, but I mean, that's what (laughs) but like the bigger ones, like you always lose a digit or something's getting burned down.
1: Yeah. And so, so we do that every year in the last three or four years, we've actually smoked this cigar that's right. So okay. will sit outside, smoke a cigar, have you know, usually a really dark, heavy barrel aged beer. Yeah, going on. With I saw.
0: It. Okay, so I saw the one that you you posted today. The uh, yeah. the marshmallow. The
1: mat, It is good.
0: It, I have you was. Never had it. I did. Okay. So I was surprised at how I sweet had it. it was. It's good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it. Uh, I forget what I what I smoked with it. Um. I did. I would smoked something Maduro because yeah. I figured you know a porter or, or a you know uh, a stout. I love that you know that they richer cigars. So. Yeah. Would you? What'd you think of the beer?
1: So the beer is really good. So it's a it's a cereal milk stout mm-hmm. that they brew with vanilla and marshmallows. Yeah, and so it's got this weird like roasty. Oh man, yeah, it, it, it's, it's like got to. it's like if you have it's like the, alcoholic the Lucky Charms. Yeah, well, and the thing I was thinking was this the S'more... Marshmallow yeah. that you put into the fire it got just a little bit too burnt, but you're not going to pull off yeah. all the burnt skin and then you eat it because you get that roasty thing,
0: that, car- I, I, that caramel. Yeah, and then, I, yeah
3: I, I, it was really. Good. And then you needed something to wash it down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know I mean?
0: so you just exactly. Like beer. one is you're you're, you're good, good after one. Yeah, because it's like 16 ounce cans, isn't it? Or 12? No, they're normal the 12, 12 ounce cans. It's a it's a crazy looking can that was like like kind of seafoam greenish yeah. with uh <laughs> like marshmallow stuff they're tr- all
1: over. They're trying to say that we used Lucky Charm cereal that, in this that, without that, saying. Yeah, we use Lucky it, definitely. Cigarette. I
0: mean, and honestly, that's the reason why I bought it was because <laughs> I saw it sitting there at Colonial. I'm like, oh, okay, let me, let me try it out. And yeah. then uh, when I had it, it was like, wow, this is good. But I, it's it's, it's a dessert. It's beer. A one. It's a yeah. dessert beer. Yeah, it's, it's a one. And yeah. then you move on to something else. Yeah. But I thought it was, was really good. What do you smoke with the Guinness? Uh, so I really like uh, Ashton Maduros okay. uh, with Guinness. Um, I do like the Julius with Guinness. Yeah. Um, uh, recently, uh, recently I've been smoking a lot more of the um, uh, Crux Epicure Maduro. Uh, goes well. I've not Guinness. had a
3: Crux. Have you had a Crux? I
0: haven't. had one of those. Right. Yet. Oh, okay. Next time you have like a porter or a stout, yeah. that Crux Epicure is it's the it's the shit. I mean, I know in
1: as Weston itself, they can't you can't serve alcohol. Mm-hmm. Do, are these kind of conversations that come up? With you guys about cigars, yeah, definitely. like what do we drink? What do you drink with them? Kind
2: of
0: thing. A, a lot of the times, so like, like if I'm uh, if I'm helping somebody out in the humidor, yeah. and they don't know what they want, you know, I have like this itinerary that I always ask them. I always mm-hmm. ask them like, okay, are you looking for like a daily smoke, or are you going like something celebratory? And they'll at then. I'll ask that answer. I'm like, okay, are you pairing with something? Are you drinking something? And they'll, if they say like a beer, I'll ask them what beer, if they say scotch or whatever, you know, whatever answer they give me, then I'll point them in that direction. Right. But yeah, it, it's more like people sitting around the lounge. It comes up naturally like, oh yeah, I drank this or I'm having this or whatever. But as a tobacconist side, that's right. something I always right. try to ask because I want to make sure that, right. you know, if they're having like a, uh like a single malt or something. I want to make sure that they're getting something paired that will complement it so we don't have that situation where it's, you know, double cedar on top of double cedar and and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it's, you know, as a tobacconist side, I I talk about that more than just somebody hanging out in the lounge kind of thing. Because a lot of the times, like the guys hanging out in the lounge, they're just drinking something straight. They don't care what it is. They're just... Drinking because it's, you know, it's, it's one of the things you do when you're smoking a cigar. Exactly. But, you know, as somebody who, you know, tries to hone my craft, I, I ask them or I ask the person whatever they're drinking. And then, you know, they'll get my answer based off that, off whatever they say. Yeah. Well,
3: that's, that's like when I go go to a restaurant and the woman comes and says, what would you like other than water? And I said, well, I hadn't really picked my food yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And once I get my food picked, Mm -hmm. then I know. Is it a red wine? Is it a beer? Yeah. Is it a cocktail? What's it going to be? Yeah.
0: I mean, some people just order the same thing no matter what they have. It's that's just right. Like, you know, I'm, I'm having what a the, sad life they have. <laughs> oh my goodness! Got to open they, it up,
1: but they probably enjoy it. I mean,
3: but yeah,
0: well, I mean, at the same time, you know, it's kind of like you smoke what you like, drink what you like yep. at the same time. But if you're asking on. me for my professional opinion. Right. This is what, you know, Will let me help you experience, yeah. you know, experience everything that you can get out of it.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of the whole thing behind why we started the podcast was, you know, when I worked at a wine bar and then I worked at a restaurant, that was my favorite thing to do would be like, they're yeah. like, okay, help me figure out what I'm going to drink. I'm like, okay. Yeah. What do you eating? No pressure. What? No pressure. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things that I, I loved it. And, you know, kind of the same, you know, you ask the same kind of questions, you know, as as a, as a sommelier, you know, okay, what do you what what's your budget? Uh-huh. You know, are we looking at are we looking at something that's going to travel through the entire meal? Are you want something that's you know are you going to go? Are you a corset?
3: How are we doing that? And then, what do you like? What did you just eat? And a lot of times, Josh would just say, "Here, try this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, that's fine." And then I'd see him at work later, you know, the next you know, next Monday or whatever, and they yeah. go. Oh, your son showed me this great wine. Yeah. I couldn't believe it.
1: Because there's so many preconceived notions when it comes to alcohol. You know, I don't know if it is the same thing in cigars, but you know, if you tell somebody, oh, a Riesling, I mean, mm-hmm. most everybody has a particular thought of a Riesling and ninety percent of the time it is that overly sweet. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the, you know, Rieslings that a lot of people drink are dessert Rieslings. What they're thinking a lot of kung
0: fu girl, exactly.
1: <laughs> kung fu girl, which is actually pretty. Which I, I it, it can, yeah. Kung fu girl is actually pretty good. I like that, yeah. No, really. Or like if you tell somebody, Oh, you know, a moscato is going to go really well with that peach cobbler, they're like, mm-hmm. A moscato, are you kidding mm-hmm. me? But if you just say, Hey, I want you to take, take a try of this, let me, yeah, let me know well, it's, what it's
0: like, uh, like people kind of turn their nose up to like uh, Zinfadels or something mm-hmm. because they have that. Because when they think of Zinfandel, they think of like that one brand. White, yeah. Oh yeah, white Zin. Yeah, the they, one like, white that, that got like overly produced. <laughs> yeah. so you can buy at the at the you know the gas station, but yeah. they yeah. but not like a good. And that one they tried that they hated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't realize there's
3: twenty five thousand others out there. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> or you know, I can give you a Zinfandel from Italy. Mm-hmm. You know, or it's you know the stuff's grown other places. You know that's so that I don't. I don't do, are there preconceived notions like that when it comes to as a tobacconist? Like
2: if.
0: So, so the preconceived notions we get that I, that I experience, um, the top of the list by far is Cuban is the best, um, (laughs) anything under $6 a shit, Uh um, all, all like Connecticut's are just air, which that is becoming Uh, less of the trend. Like I'm starting to find, more Connecticut's that have so much flavor and it's like right. bringing me back around to Connecticut. But, but by far the biggest one is people come in or whatever, say like, Oh, I don't smoke anything, but Cubans. Uh, I'm not, I'm pretty sure every Cuban you've had is probably fake. <laughs> probably not to not say I've Cuban. ever had like, not, exactly. I've, had, I've had fake Cubans. They're fine, but yeah. you can't come in and say like, Oh, I only smoke the Cohiba Beheca. <laughs> right. No, you don't. <laughs> no. Those are $300 a piece. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh,
3: yeah. No. You buy that Cuban in Mexico and you get five of them for $20. No cohiba <laughs> comes in a glass top
0: humidor. You're right, not exactly. buying them on the Yucatan Peninsula exactly. on, the, on the beach. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I've had I've had I've bought those before. Yeah. They're fine. Yeah. It's not uh it's not a Cuban, but you know, but definitely the two biggest things is people look at the price and they think it's gonna be bad based off the price. But like I really like the brick house line. Okay. And those are six fifty sub. Yeah. I mean, it's a solid. It's made by Fuente. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's made by the same people that do that do the Julius, and it's yeah. a it's a solid cigar. Yeah. But uh, that, those are, you know, those are the bad preconceived notions.
1: Yeah, and so like talking about our podcast, you know, that you know, going back to we kind of wanted to break some of those preconceived notions mm-hmm. and say, okay, you know, if you here are three things that you can eat and with this, and
0: it's going to be really good. So that's what I like too, because you break it down like you. You each bring your own food uh-huh. to it as well, yeah I that's mean, right. it's, and it and it pairs really really well like uh, it's always like some sort of like a meat or something grilled and then yeah. you have like a cheeses that's right um that's and then well, you want like a, some sort of chocolate or, or a nut or something yeah. like that and there's the the pairings are endless when mm-hmm. it comes to you know the the mixing and, and pairings
1: <laughs> yeah, when we first started, you know we would have like these massive like, like we would each have like a massive charcuterie board or like eight like six, six seven eight different things. pairings, and it was each of us, and we were like, Okay, hold on. This is fa- this is great. But we gotta so we hone it down to where we have where we wanna, each bring three running out yeah. of drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we end up going
3: through two bottles <laughs> by the end of the podcast. Well it's, like, la- it's okay? like it's like last week. He did a he did a peanut grease uh-huh. without fish. Uh-huh. Because everybody says, "Oh, you got to drink yeah. white with fish." Yeah, and then I had a Pinot Noir with tuna. Yeah, and we were so, going, you know, come on, people, yeah, try it.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's red meat, red wine, white fish, white wine. <laughs> I mean, exactly, I mean, come right. on,
1: <laughs> that's how it goes until you pasta. Drink. I got, you go either way. Yeah, it yeah. you know if you got red <laughs> what sauce you go got. Red. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so. Well, uh, I think we're all out, so we can switch over. and yeah, so, try this Negroni.
0: Okay, so what? It, so what is this one now? This
1: is a. Uh, I love the ice cube by the yeah. way. Yeah. So this is a uh, this is a rum Negroni. So I use the Diplomatico rum because okay. uh, in the cocktail episodes we try and use the the liquors that we've had people ask people to buy. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, Diplomatico Manitowano rum. So they're aged rum, mm-hmm. um, sweet vermouth, and Campari. Okay. So it's got a. It's going to be a bitter, a sweet, and a kind of a spicy. And I called it a, a three-four-six because it's three quarters of an ounce of the Campari, a whole ounce of the sweet vermouth, and then an ounce and a half of the rum.
0: Okay. and it has an orange twist in it yeah. as well, right? Okay.
1: Yeah, so it's it's garnished
0: traditionally garnished with an orange orange twist. So it has a little oh. a little bitter on the so back end. I get like right off the first initial drink, almost get like a. How do I need to describe it? Almost like a Christmassy taste. Okay. Like, so. like not so much cinnamon, mm-hmm. but, Uh-oh. but like uh almost like a nutmeg ish, but with that citrus, it, it, yeah. it plays with it.
1: Yeah. And that's, so that's the rum and the sweet vermouth actually that okay. has that kind of warming spice to it. And then, you know, you got that kind of bitter of the compari. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And, and I, the, I
0: like, I like the dryness too. So I'm, right. I'm a, i am i am like dry wine and it does you, and I'm, I'm, that's right from the vermouth. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it? It's actually the Campari. So a Campari, a Campari. Campari okay. is a bitterer. Okay.
1: Your Campari by itself is super bitter. It's like bitter orange, bitter blood orange. Beer. Okay. Um, so that's actually the, the Campari is the bitterer. And I tried it. Traditionally, Negronis are one, one, one. Mm-hmm. And it's with gin. And I tried that the other night and it was just, it was too bitter and you couldn't yeah. taste the rum. So like like up. you're chewing on a grapefruit, Ryan. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and you know, people who love Negronis, you know, they love like they love them because they have that bitterness and that yeah. gin with the herbal. Herbalness
0: that's like
3: it. the IPA and the bitterness of an IPA. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, they, I mean, also like like play. the Tank Seven. I mean, that is a that's a that's a pretty bitterish beer. Like, yeah. I mean, it's very grapefruity and has right. that it's got sweetness. that puckerness yeah. to it. Yeah. Right. And exactly. so, like,
1: I kind of wanted to go with this because you know. I wanted that rum, because rum's got a lot of warm, spicy, mm-hmm. it's a great sipping rum. And then the bitterness like you said, is gonna dry out your mouth and mm-hmm. continue it to water and let's get you ready for that next sip and that next puff of the cigar. Yeah. yeah. And the that cocoa leathery, um, you know, as as we get toward the end of the cigar, it's gonna build in strength. Mm-hmm. And so I think that can kind of balance out with the cocktail.
0: Yeah. Because we're just now coming up to the, uh, the second third of the scars. So it, it does, you know, it's a, it, it is, it's complementing really well because you, the cigar is ramping up in strength. Right. And yeah, you do with, with, I'm that, getting more spice. Yeah. With that of flavor right. of the, of, of this drink now it's, you know, it's really playing off of it.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, I, a lot of times when I go to bars, um, I won't drink the same thing the entire night. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of, as kind of like with a cigar, you know, it begins and then kind of ramps up. I'll kind of change my drink as we go through. And this is actually a really good progression of two drinks because you have the blood and sands a little bit more in the sweeter side. It definitely is. And then you go, as you're moving forward, you go into something a little bit heavier. Mm-hmm. It's going to have that bittery, kind of drying out your palate, but still have a lot of good flavor going on with it. And it's kind of like you said, in the first one, that citrus brightens up your palate yeah, and makes you water. And with this one, it's the... Uh, campari that does it
3: yeah but now as a curveball i could have given us a real smoky scotch with that (laughs) blood and sand (laughs) that would have made a huge difference yeah so
1: as a tobacconist i mean do you do you drink uh like lefroy lagaluvan those kind of scotches i
0: i per i don't really prefer those types of scotches the ones those are very polarizing scratches. Right. You either like it or you don't. don't. Exactly. There is <laughs> there is no <right. laughs> middle ground. There was a for my brother's um uh <clears throat> bachelor party. We uh we did we rented out like my brother-in-law's barbershop. We all got, you know, straight razor shaves. I didn't, of course, as you can tell, <laughs> you got, the, um, you got the cleanup. I got, I got like <laughs> up under the eye, um, but like somebody brought a bottle of scotch and it, I don't know what it was, but it had like a shark on it or had the word shark in it. I I forget, but mm. I took a drink of it and it was like drinking liquid smoking leather. Mm. It was so pungent. Yeah. And the guy who brought it and a couple other guys were like, Oh, this is great. I love it. It's amazing. I'm over there like choking that shit down. I'm oh. like, this is God awful. And it was, and then like a week later, I see a, I see a commercial online yeah, or on TV and they're having people drink that liquor and half of them are like, Oh, this is great. And the other half in the commercial is like, what is this shit? I don't These like it. Exactly and exactly it's ever. like, and that's what it was. I'm like, I'm definitely on the side. Like I do not like it. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if I'm drinking something, um, so I, like I said, I, I like a lot of vodkas. Um, I like martinis with vodka. Um, I like gins, Um, but like if if I'm if I'm sitting out on my patio drinking, um, I drink a lot of uh, Jamesons. Um, They've gone on to like the barrel aged stuff. They have some stout aged stuff. I I like that now. Um, They have uh, I think it's Glenfiddich has an IPA aged. um, Yeah, Glenfiddich. I I like that one. I haven't tried that. Have you?
1: I, I've had it at a bar once. You you okay. get a
0: little you you get that bitterness like an okay. IPA, but that right. but that smoothness of the scotch, okay. a little bit of the oakiness, but a, but a lot of that bitter. But honestly, like the most things I have, I I drink beer um, more than anything with, with a cigar, right. S- specifically a porter or a stout. Um, you know, I really like Stones Throw, so I drink a lot of Stones Throw, like their oatmeal stout, the, the right, Sheamus. Sheamus. I drink all oh, oh, they make. I drink good. that Seamus ton. is really good. That is, that Seamus is probably one of the best, you know, um, stouts that I've ever had. Yeah, um, you know their seasonal stuff. I like the. Uh, I think right now their pineapple is out. Their cider. Ciders. I yeah. love. I love a cider with a cigar because you get that sweetness. Because that sweetness with a cigar, mm-hmm. it really plays well. It's just like having, you know, a cho- chocolates or some sort of like a you know some sort of meat with a with right. a cigar or with a wine you, you, that. You know that yin and yang. Yeah. You know you don't think of there's some cigars that have that natural sweetness, like like a lot of Connecticut's, mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. You get that buttery, that creaminess, creaminess. But yeah, whenever yeah. you whenever you pair something so acidic and sweet with a stronger cigar, with what I like, I like that yeah. that counterbalance that that yin and the yeah, yang. That
1: con- we call we call those like contrasting pairings. Oh like yeah, when yeah. you have two things that you just don't think you don't think they're going to go together, and then mm-hmm. they actually go. So uh, so as a tobacconist, how do, what would you suggest? As a cigar for somebody who wants to drink a uh, scotch like that like a Lafroyd or a La- something that's got that like campfire
3: peat smoke I think and it's it has just to be on Maduro or something
0: so I would go I would honestly go something a little more spicier range okay. I would go a sungrown um, something like the flor de Los Antilles my father. Um, something Tatuaje, um, like the 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 Black Label, okay. where it's a good it's a good medium, but it has just a little bit of spice. Um, uh, the eight five eight natural uh, mm-hmm. by Fuente, yeah, uh, something like that. Um, if I'm and then if you want to go on the Maduro range, uh, again the the Ashton Maduro, yeah, super classic. Right. You, you can't beat that. The Julius, right? Um, the my father Lebijou. Mm-hmm. Um something with dark, rich and oily yeah. like say the uh the chapter 2 uh by LFD those pair really well uh, with that as well. Um now beer wise um if somebody's drinking like bud light or something I'm like get smoke, out, smoke whatever. You whatever you smoke want. whatever you want. Yeah, I don't care what you <laughs> smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you could smoke anything in there yeah, and it'll be it'll, it'll be just good. fine. We don't have swisher sweet. Go down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I mean uh, but sometimes like uh OK, say you're smoking like uh, what's a what's a good lighter beer like a I like a Modelo every once in a yeah, while yeah. or a Tecate. Yeah. Um, uh, something like the uh, Perdomo small batch okay. um, where you still have that high priming rate mm-hmm. cigar, but it's a, the Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. But then you have that double Nicaraguan binder filler mm-hmm. that Nicaraguan really brings a little bit more of that flavor and a little more of that intensity, even though it is a Connecticut, you know, to the party on a such a lighter drink. Right. Where you get that you get that contrasting flavor of of, of light and dark. Yeah, yeah. So
1: the way you talk about that, it's kind of like, you know, you have an idea of what the drink is going to bring, and then you're going to make the cigar kind of wrap around it and yeah. give it that,
0: that So you're getting a kind of a fuller experience. It's like it. It. it's like sometimes I want it to go like two heavyweight fighters that are fighting against each other, right? But then sometimes you want it to be like that big bear. Just being hugged by a soft little gentle rabbit or something, you know? exactly just something exactly. the exact just, opposite. Yeah, round it out. Yeah, just, it, and also you, you kind of have to play the 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 consumer off by that. Right. I mean, they have it all kind of bases down on them. They, I mean, I hope that they take my recommendation, you know, for word and they at least try it. I'm I'm not going to hit. I mean, you know, I'm not going to bat a thousand mm-hmm. on everybody, uh, but for the most part, people are willing to at least give me a listen. And, you know, I mean, I've been, I've been smoking cigars for 20 years. I've been selling them and been a, uh, you know, a tobacconist for five now. Yeah. but Like, you know, I, I can give them what I like, but that only gets you so far because they're not, I don't expect everybody to like what I like. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm not gonna like everything that they drink. Mm -hmm. You know, I I actually used to have a really bad drinking problem, so for a long time, Mm -hmm. I didn't drink anything for like three, four years because every Mm -hmm. night I was drinking a bottle of Jameson every fucking night. Right, and it got to the point I was like, all right, I just have to. I need to slow down. I gotta stop. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I gotta gotta take a break. Yeah, I gotta take a break. But I I was also going through like a really bad time in my life. Right. But then once I like kind of got back into it, I'm like, okay, I need to. I need to think of this as as a career-wise and not just drink because I want to drink, but drink because I want to uh, like accentuate something that I'm smoking to yeah. make it a more of a prank. It's kind of like, you know, smoking with assholes, your cigar is going to suck. Smoking right. with people you really like being around, it doesn't matter what you smoke. It's going to be a pleasant experience. Right. So as long as you can like, smoke something and drink something that is just as good. Yeah, you know, right. That that right. makes that makes it all the better.
3: Right. That, that guy wasn't a friend until he walked in the door and he kind of, kind of took yeah. the same cigar, I mean, and that's what it is. Same it's, drink. And, yeah. And, and, oh, now we're friends.
0: So, okay, let, let's give some love to our home city of Little Rock. What, what are some bars that you like going to that, you know, that, you know, need to be on the radar of people that need to go try and try the, either their specialty drink or, or something like that.
1: So one of my, one of my favorite places to get cocktails in town is big orange midtown. Okay. They have, um, he's just recently left town, but he's a mixologist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He just left town actually head out to Oregon, but he's trained and they do some experimental stuff and they make fantastic cocktails. Um, where else else in town for cocktails? Um, you know, Drive around town. I, it's closed now because, right now, because of COVID, but Capital Bar and Grill made okay. they, they made oh, the yeah. Capital Capitol Hotel make Yeah, you cocktails. would go to Capital
3: Bar and Grill and you'd say,
0: Uh, make me something that's kind of like the weather today. And he'd mix you up something. I like that. Yeah. Something to challenge the bartender or the Mm -hmm, mixologist. I like, I'll give him a
3: little free reign.
0: Yeah. 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 You know, he's, he's used to mixing that same drink over and over that everybody wants. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. But give him, give him a little free reign. And and
0: you're going to get a little bit of a better experience too, because you know, it's, it's kind of like I, you know, I worked at a tattoo shop for eight years. It's one of those things. If you give that tattoo artist a little bit of free reign, Mm -hmm, you're going to get, such a better you know tattoo or uh-huh. a better experience same thing with with me if they come and ask me like you know I don't have a budget I want something nice go pick me up something I'm like here I we go <laughs> yeah. i
1: i got you covered and so so one thing about about bartenders though or bars don't do that when the bar is really busy like <laughs> like bartenders enjoy doing that when they have the time yeah if you got a slammed bar Order an old faithful, order something off their list. <laughs> or, you know, have that relationship with a bartender and, and give just, me that Scotch yeah, strike. Give me like something some neat, neat, some neat. Give me f- something <laughs> neat. Yeah, give me something neat. Or, you know, you do the George Clooney from uh, Ocean's Leaven. I want a whiskey and a whiskey. And yeah. just, just be simple. But, you know, building those relationships, uh, Reduno does really good cocktails. Okay. Um, let's see, where else? You know, a lot of them downtown. Oh, uh, place that just opened up. Fantastic cocktails, great food, brood and barley. Oh yeah. Down What's in, that?
0: Okay, I haven't heard that. Yeah, brood and
1: barley. It's down in Argenta. Um, it's where God
0: Argenta is such oh a nice God. area. So, I love that place. So when we, we when it's we were looking for houses, we just bought a house. I where I was your- I was hoping we'd find something in Argenta because I wanted that neighborhood where I could walk yeah. around to like fucking anything I wanted to. Yeah. And you but, get a
1: certain district you could actually hold your cocktail and yeah. walk around. Oh it's so great.
0: Uh, but we, we got a house in the suburbs of Bryant. Okay. <laughs> so. So now you get to drive in. (laughs) Well, uh, okay.
3: So, um, but no. No, The flyaway Tent City is fantastic.
0: Right. For beer, yeah.
1: For beer. So, uh, Brewed and Barley is down in Argenta. They're in the old Starving Artist spot. Um, It was also Core. Yeah. Where Core had their place. They are. Okay, so that's
0: right by four quarter.
1: Yeah, two, like two down. Okay. Two down from four quarter. Um, They. So, you're. Think Gap Good. Gastro up, okay. We finally have one in Little Rock, nice. And that's it. Nice. I mean, they're doing, their food stellar, the cocktails are stellar. They
0: opened during COVID, and what a horrible time. <laughs> to, I
1: know they were supposed to open like April.
0: It's hard enough to open a restaurant, yeah. And then in the middle of all this, that's it's oh, even yeah even worse.
1: So they're kind of partnered up with Flyway Brewing, okay. So they have some special beers that are there that are uh, brewed at Flyway, but they're only served at Brewed and Barley. I mean, they're heck. They're what, a block away? A block from Asia, away, right? yeah, right. Um, so, those are kind of my cocktail spots. Um, wine, you know, I'm going to go to Crush Wine Bar. Has got a great list down in Argenta. Yeah. You know, Joe's one of my good friends. I used to work there. Um, wine is kind of one of those hard things for me as a kind of a nerdy wine guy mm-hmm. because. I want a list that's going to change. You kind of move a lot, yeah. And it's it's yeah. kind of hard to find nowadays. Yeah, a lot of them don't. They, yeah, they they have their set wines and and they, they just dip. kind of move forward. Um, table twenty eight. Yeah, if you have you ever been out table twenty eight? So that is
0: that's where we we stayed at Burgundy for our uh, our the night we got married. Uh, Brandon got us a room there. Yeah. Had table twenty eight for the first time that night. Um, I had one of the most interesting dishes I've ever had in my life. Uh, the octopus was really good. I love yeah. that. But they had the uh uh the chicken skin nachos. Oh. Have you ever had that? I haven't had I haven't. it, but I've heard, heard about it. It. it's good. So it's chicken skin mm-hmm. fried like chicharrones, yep. covered in pate with fresh jalapeños. Oh yeah. It was oh, the richest, works. most no. <laughs> delicate, I mean decadent meal I've ever had in my life. Yeah. It was amazing because when I saw when we saw that on the menu, you know, it's like nine o'clock, we're tired. We've been on our feet all day, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. shaking babies, kissing hands after the <laughs> way, after the wedding kind of thing, we just wanted to eat something. Yeah. So I saw that. I'm like, Oh, chicken nachos. I can get down with that. Not reading the whole menu. And when I get them, like what the shit is this? <laughs> you missed the skin part. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> and, and Nacho's
1: like, it's gonna be good. This
0: so I tried good. it and I was like, oh my God. Like, I love pate. You know, oh, I, yeah. I grew up with food wise. You know, I, you know, I I train French cooking, yeah. stuff like that. Um, but when I I never thought of having like chicken skin and pate, a little bit of fresh jalapeno on there. Yeah. I'm like, like, I want to make this at home. I never will because it would be such a mess and probably smell trying to get the chicken,
1: trying to get the chicken skin by itself. Right. Yeah. yeah it's it's going to be the, but yeah, no,
0: I, I love, so a table 28 is the place where we go. Like we went there for our one year anniversary as well. Right. Well, we got it to go. Yeah. Um, let me tell you, table 28 travels pretty, pretty well. It does. I did one of their, <laughs> I did one of their wine dinners.
1: I, I won one of their wine dinners and man, it was, I mean, uh, Beef cheek and beef tongue. Oh God!
0: It was so. It was so stinking good. I love lingua. Yeah, it's. Just, I mean, it's lingua, which anybody doesn't know, lingua is it's it's beef tongue. cow tongue. Um, it's like super rich brisket. Yeah, it's it's something where like if you go to any great taco truck, mm-hmm. they're gonna have lingua tacos. Yep. Okay. Definitely get okay. lingua tacos. Mm-hmm. That's that's the way to go.
3: Yeah. So,
1: but what do you think about petite and keep? Cinque is good. I've eaten there two or three times. I know this some there. Susie, she's she's great. Yeah, um, food the food's really good. Um, oh, let's see where else.
0: I will say the the best mojito I've ever had in my life is Buenos Aires. See, I've ne- I haven't actually eaten at Buenos Aires. Oh man, the food is great. Uh-huh. And- Terraza
3: has really good
1: really mojitos. I haven't yeah. been there,
0: but man, the at the mojito there, which it, 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 it that made me think of what you're saying. Like if the bar is really busy, yeah. don't worry anything. I can't tell you how many times I've been to a bar and the bar person would be like, oh, we're out of mint. And like, I can see, I, I can uh, see all the mint right there. Yeah, <laughs> like, they just don't want to muddle. I just, they don't want to muddle for two and a half minutes. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> it's
1: like, okay, just give me a rum. Yeah. Uh, uh, lots Raza Raza. is really we, good.
3: We've been there a couple of times and, you know, get, get their mojitos Mm-hmm. And say, give me the premium rum and give me just a little bit extra.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so
1: right last week, you know, we did our, well not last week, two weeks ago when we did our liquor episode, we got a arepas from there. Okay. Which, oh my gosh, arepas are the best drunk food, are going to be the best, best drunk food ever. So it's like a corn pocket pita thing stuffed with greasy meat. That's all. I mean, that's all you need. That's all, that's what all else you do need. you need in this life? <laughs> and so I went in there to get those, and I was talking to the owner about rums. I was like, "Hey, I'm about to do this podcast with rum. You know, I'm doing this. What are some of your favorites?" And he actually like, I mean, the bar was empty, so he started pulling stuff down. I was like, "Hey, give this one a try. This is like some of my favorite sipping rum." Um, is how did I forget this place? The pantry.
3: Oh yeah, oh, the yeah. Pantry. pantry, that's
0: right. The pantry is so good. <clears throat> the the pantry char- charcuterie board mm-hmm. is one of my favorites. It is
1: really good. I that's love right. the charcuterie I, board. I, best lasagna in town. You know what? Uh, when when you think best, of when you think, think of, the like, best paella. The paella when they do that. Yeah. It, well,
0: it's like when we first- How we've been, we get on know, food? Gosh, we also, yeah. that's how we, it's <laughs> what we do. That's how we, that's how we do in the show. You know, it's, I mean, it could be worse. We could be talking about something else. But um, like the first time I went to pantry- Somebody was saying like, oh, you got to get the lasagna. I'm like, this is like a German restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. The lasagna. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So the wife got the lasagna and I I got something. I got meat with meat with sauerkraut. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And then she got the lasagna and I took a bite of it. I'm like.
3: Oh, it's fantastic. Damn. I should have.
0: I should have got that.
1: I order it every time I go there. I I think when I walk in, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get something else. I'm going to get something else. I look through the menu. And uh-huh. you always go back to old. I fateful. always go back to lasagna, <laughs> like you know, Capello and Argenta has is great Italian food. Yeah. I, please bless me, Father. I know I'm saying not an Italian place for Italian food, but I'm, the lasagna there is legit. Yeah, no, the, it is. It their is wine really lists good. are good too, and their cocktails. Mm-hmm. Their cocktails are really good as well. Okay, and you've got. I mean, it's just right down. Yeah, the it's just right down here. the road
0: from here. So yeah, I need to I need to do that. So what what I like is like a lot of the places that you've said they're they're cigar friendly as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I, uh, the Buenos Aires. well, we've, te- we've done a few members dinners down there. Um, oh, okay. They're, they're cigar friendly. It's real nice. Um, what's another one? The bar Louie. Yeah. Uh, I know they're cigar friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really good cigar friendly restaurants and bars in in little rock that, uh, that are nice, right. but like the, to me, the best bar that is cigar friendly is, uh, midtown. Like, Heck, uh, I've never had the Midtown Burger sober, oh, so yeah. I don't know yeah. if it's really good or if it's just really good because you get 50-cent PBRs there. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I know they're not
1: cigar-friendly, but have four-quarter. Okay. Have you had the four-quarter burger? I have. It's – I think it's just good.
0: Well, so it's the same guy. Well. Whenever Midtown caught fire, well, yeah. he, you yeah, know, he went over and – but uh, I, I like the uh, the Moscow Mule at Four Quarter mm. a lot too. They, they they do it pretty well.
1: Uh, one of my favorite things about Four Quarter is they will serve they serve all of their beers mm-hmm. in a mug, mm-hmm. even barrel aged beers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, so you get like raw. You don't, you don't <laughs> get the tiny goblet. Nope, no. night <laughs> in a pint in a in a mug in a twenty ounce mug. Uh, the Rawren Sons Imperial Oktoberfest. In a, <laughs> in a mug. in a mug <laughs> now they, so that bar before it was four quarter, it was a smoking place too. And they did, they did good drinks and everything there. So that was one of my favorite places when I lived in Argenta to go down and smoke a cigar. Mm-hmm. Cause there aren't, there aren't very many places anymore no. that you can smoke in at least smoke in inside. indoors. Yeah. All right. Now, Aaron, were you, were you in town when the mallard was open uh-huh. and the people, pu- in the Peabody. In the P- oh yeah. The Peabody. You know what? Peabody hotel.
0: Yes. Yes I was. Uh, because I, for the longest time, so I did all the cabinetry at, uh, at Dugan's. Okay, so yeah. I, I would always go to Dugan's on Sundays, yeah. you know, drink a bunch there during mm-hmm. like before football season. And then yeah. I would, this was before I knew about Maduro's because I never yeah. went to Maduro. So I went, I did go over there once or twice to, uh, yeah. To go to that cigar, sh- to go- cigar lounge, That was way before West End was around. Yeah. This is yeah. probably what, eight, nine years ago. Gosh, something like that.
1: Something yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, so when I was in college and that's kind of when I started smoking cigars I was in college and it was because it was the refined thing. Yeah. I, I, I like fine things mm-hmm. and you're smoking cigars was that, and that was the only place you could go. Mm-hmm. It was either that or, um, flying saucer. Yeah. But like the only places downtown where you could go smoke a cigar and then Saucer stopped taking cigars, but you could still smoke cigarettes. Which I, I don't understand. So that. many so never many understand things.
0: that. Same thing with like uh, Willie D's. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Tony never Biggs. understood that. Yeah,
1: um, but I always go to I'd always go to the Mallard, and you know I ended up knowing the bartender there, and same kind of thing. You know, you get to know these bartenders, and they'll they'll show off for you if yeah. you want. But man, I missed I missed that place. Yeah, it's been, it, it was too bad close, it closed. It was tucked back in the corner. It was one of those like yeah, it was to totally good. You had to know to go. Yeah, and
0: that was also the really cool. I, thing. I think me. the way I I found about it out about it was I was just walking downtown one day and I saw like they're advertising on like a bus stop. Yeah, I'm like I'm like what is this? I thought I mean because you know like the Peabody is like out in Memphis too. Yeah, so I just happened to – I thought it was like a Memphis advertised. Think for that, and then I go there. I'm like, holy shit! There's actually a cigar place in Little (laughs) Rock. Yeah, Yeah. because before then, there was. I mean, there was P and T, but that wasn't like a lounge. That was you know grab and go kind of thing. And there was Mike's cigar and Bitten, Mm -hmm. way back in the day. But this was before West End by far. I don't know if Maduro might have been around then. If no, this uh, was this was
1: so they overlapped. i would say I think there might have
0: been a little bit of
1: there was about a two three maybe maybe that long overlap, but. You know, it was if you wanted a good cocktail yeah. and smoke a cigar, if you want a good whiskey and smoke a cigar, you, it was the mallard was the place to go. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been a it's been a while on that. So well like with with y'all's podcast, you do the pairings between the drinks and the meats and everything. Do you see like you ever pairing a cigar with it for a certain show or are you just sticking straight like just some sort of alcohol with, you know, a meat or something?
1: Yeah, no, we've talked about doing just a straight like a cigar and food and
3: and booze episode, but. We do the podcast in my house. Yeah. That'll never have a cigar (laughs) inside of it. So it
1: would be something we'd have to do outside, which
3: we could definitely do, but But, um,
1: we've definitely, like, you know, that was one of my first thoughts, especially after listening to you guys for a while and before we got going, was like, man, you know, this stuff works so well together. It does. You know, it could be something, you know, whenever we think about doing it, just jumping in again or, you know, doing some kind of. Well, maybe after COVID, it's like some kind of a herf mm-hmm. where we have, you know, a couple of things with people because we a while back, we did the pairing thing as like events for people. So we would we would just like we did tonight. You know, we brought everything in. We would bring everything to your house, you know, do it all for you. And we would do the whole kind of experience. And, you know, I think something like yeah, that we did some a, car would be great. We did
3: a we did scotch. We did a Scotch tasting at somebody's house, and I wore, wore a kilt. And yeah. We taught them how to b- draw the whiskey star yeah. and taste it. And of course, we brought out that LaFlorange at the end, and they go, "Oh no, no, <laughs> no! You I mean, have maybe to try, one person. You have it. to try this."
0: So, so you have have any of you been able to like travel to Scotland and do any tastings or pairings or anything like that? So
1: he's tra- he's been to Scotland. And done whiskey tasting. Yes. When I went to Scotland, I was in college and I couldn't drink um, because of the way my college was set up. I've been to France a couple times okay. to do wine events, um, California. But we've never actually
3: done one together. No, we haven't. Yeah, you and I have never done one together. Well, we talked about, you know, I came through uh, the bourbon trail mm-hmm. coming home from my last trip and places weren't open. Cause we're driving, driving through there like on a Tuesday, Wednesday and because of COVID they're not open except for maybe Thursday, Friday, Saturday and limited number of people. So, you know, I think a podcast on location in the bourbon
0: trail yeah.
3: would be fantastic. Yeah. We so, probably wouldn't do a cigar with it, <laughs> Yeah, but. That would be fantastic. To yeah, I mean, one, so
0: I, w- I was supposed to go to uh, to Ireland for our honeymoon in May. And one of the things I was going to do was I was going to bring, you know, my podcast equipment with me. Right. Just because I wanted to go to one of the, like, small pubs or something, set my stuff up and just have, like, conversations with, with locals. Like, bring a little and, bit of that, you yeah. know. Uh, and you wanted to go to Spain and run
3: the bulls. I, that that is still on
0: my list and everything. Right. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know if I'll ever get the wife's approval on that, uh, but uh, I, I'm going to have to try to do that. I, I just want to touch one bull. That's all I want to do. I just want to touch one bull. Well, and they all want to touch you. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's, that's the main thing, but yeah. uh, no, like I, you know, during this whole thing, it, it sucks. Um, you know, I'm lucky enough to still be, you know, still be employed, have a job, wife and everything like that. But it's just like the, it's the small things that like, really the the that affected me was like not being able to travel because we are you know we don't have any kids, we like traveling around and and going to Ireland was you know you know that's where my family's from, so I was actually going to finally see family that I've never seen before met see right. the land exactly. that that is mine, but the main thing is like I wanted to bring my podcast equipment with me right just so I could just so get, you could do it just so I could do it just so I can you know I don't know if you know I'd get anybody to you know do it with me but just the fact I'd be like, yeah, just yeah, we'll go, yeah, just like, <laughs> just like, sit and talk to somebody and get their experience, what it's like to be at this at the small town pub, you know, in you know whatever small city. Because what we we're doing is we were flying into Dublin and then driving the whole the whole oh, okay. country.
3: You're gonna go to oh, Belfast, right. North. Uh, We weren't north? going to the Northern Ireland. No, okay. we're,
0: the the furthest north we're going was you know uh, you know a uh, an hour south of the border. Okay, but uh, like I mean, it's not. Arkansas is bigger land wise than Ireland. So it it wasn't going to be that much of a drive from like Dublin (laughs) all the way around back to Dublin was only like 14 and a half hours for the drive. And it's crazy. Like you kind of don't realize just how big the U S is. Like it would be, it's longer for me to get from here back to KC than it is to get from one side of Ireland to the other side. That's right. I mean, it's just, it's so massive. So what would be nice is like, since we're driving, we'd only drive for like an hour and a half at most a day. So then we'd have the whole day just to like,
3: when you can go to Guinness and learn how to do the perfect, pour. Pull, pull the perfect, <laughs> pour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, learn
0: how to do the shamrock in the top. And, everything. Oh, yeah. and that was the thing I was looking forward to was like, <laughs> just going to St. James gate mm-hmm. and just, you know, drinking a Guinness from there. That was, yeah. that was the top of the list. Well, and well, so- when
3: we did Scotland, my wife's not a Scotch drinker, but we, we did several different Scotches and one of them, I'm pretty sure it's Dalweenie. Yeah, it was Dalweenie. And we go to Dalweenie and they paired chocolate Mm -hmm. with the scotch. She loved it. (laughs) She loved it. Give her chocolate. Yeah. She doesn't care what she's drinking. (laughs) So, okay. So,
0: like dark chocolate and almonds are a good palate cleanser for cigars. What's a good palate cleanser for if you want to have like what we're doing? If you want to, you know, have a couple of mixed drinks back to back to back, what do you drink to kind of cleanse your palate? Or is it, does it cleanse itself? So it kind of, it kind of cleanses itself.
1: Um, but
0: because now I'm going back to the blood and sand. Yeah. Blood and sand.
1: Yeah. So, and it'll taste (sighs) different now. Yeah. So something that like most bars will have nuts. Mm -hmm. I mean, we kind of know the old pretzel and nuts thing at the bar. Um, that was actually because of the salt Mm -hmm. makes you thirsty, makes you drink more. Yeah. 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 So for me, when I, when I'm going from cocktail to cocktail to cocktail, um, I just like, I honestly, just said, I like to have water yeah. or some kind of like so that's sparkling why, that's, water. That's
0: why I have yeah, yeah. yeah sparkling, sparkling water. Sparkling water.
1: It's kind of that that carbonation to kind of you know clear things out. But when you're drinking, you know, no matter what, your first couple sips are going to be con- contaminated or tainted by what you've had before. Yeah. Right. And so I always say like when you taste something, you, you want three drinks. You want a, a drink, because it's going to contrast with what you just had, mm-hmm. you want to you want to take another sip to try to actually try it, and then your third sip is to make sure, mm-hmm. make sure. So, right. but when you're going from, for me, when you're going from cocktail to cocktail, besides just giving yourself time mm-hmm. to kind of let your palate and let your body cleanse itself a little bit, yeah, um, I I don't think there's any like there's nothing that's there's no like, magic formula there's no, to, no mag- there's no magic thing to, yeah. to well, eat. Well, a lot of them say
3: – water sparkling water yeah or the nuts the saltiness and
0: maybe that cleanses it
3: maybe it doesn't yeah but so like that, so like
0: between food like in french specifically you get sorbet something yeah. like that so i mean right. just something
1: yeah so i mean you could, i mean you could if you're going along, like along those lines you know most most of the time those are either herbaceous <laughs> or mm-hmm. uh, acidic okay so the same kind of principle would would apply salt works because it makes your mouth water and that will actually like move, clear out your mouth just with the saliva, the natural saliva moving through. But in a night of cocktails or, you know, going from, if you're just going like from whiskey to whiskey, whiskey or wine to wine to wine, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. really, I don't gravitate toward anything now if you put a plate of French fries in front of me, and <laughs> eat them and you know, the starch and the salt will go yeah. through,
3: but or I'm going to do the pretzels and the, and yeah, the, I love but, cashews. So give me cashews. And yeah. so,
1: but I don't think there's anything like you have to have, or like, if you have this, it's going to cleanse your palate mm-hmm. kind of thing. Besides like they talk know, about, anything that makes your mouth water just kind of, well,
0: they talk about
3: bread and crackers doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: it's kind of like with cigars. Like, you, you know, if you know, you're going to smoke, like I smoke four or five cigars a day. So I'm most times I'll start something on the lighter side and then work my way up so you're not, you know, yeah. counterbalancing or whatever right. you had. But like I kind of screwed up today because I had like a really strong cigar for my first one of the day at you oh, know you're- ten o'clock this morning. <laughs> you're pal- um, your palate and your tongue. Um, oh my done. god. <laughs> like it was like yeah, it, it was a brand new one that we just got in. What was it? It was the uh Espinosa. Um, Marilago, Marlago, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't had it in like three or so years, so I kind of forgot what it was like. And then, like that first draw in, I was like, "Oh, I remember." I remember now? He <laughs> was Whoops. like, "Yeah." I was like, <laughs> wow. "Well, I um, guess I'm smoking all high intensity octane today." Was but, that Nicaraguan or? Uh, uh, honestly, I don't. I don't know. Oh, okay, I, uh, I'll have to. I, I should have known that. But, I mean, <laughs> but, yeah.
1: But so, like, with kind of like with you're talking with cigars, if you are gonna go. You know, if you're gonna go for a long time and you are gonna like kind of pace yourself or you're gonna taste through stuff, you do usually wanna go from lighter to heavier. Yeah. Now, some people say you can go back to something that's lighter, but you want it to be kind of a more fuller bodied light thing or something that's gonna have sweetness to kind of get you get you to that end. You know, when I was in Burgundy, most most places taste white to red. Yeah, burgundy. Oh, yeah. A couple places in burgundy actually would taste you red to white. They go backwards because they're like, okay, you've done this, so you've done this heavy, and now let's brighten up your palate. Yeah, let's let's wake it. Kind of like you were talking about. Let's wake it wake back it up, up mm. to to taste what's going on. But you know, if I'm if I'm tasting through, that's kind of what I was talking about. Like with these two cocktails, you know, they're a good flow from one to the other because you know. One is a little bit lighter and sweeter. And the other, you know, the Negroni is—it's it's alcoholic some and in your face. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, it's it's all alcohol. Yeah, and the Blood and Sands got the orange in it, the juice in it, so yeah, it actually right. like well, not as intense on your palate.
0: So you, you've you've just done rum on your latest show, right? Correct. So what's what's uh, what's coming up on the next one? Is it beer now? Or yeah. Back so to we're one?
1: gonna do we're gonna do our next beer one, and I think we're gonna focus on probably since it's porter season we're going to hit dark beers and so that we'll probably good. Do oh yeah we're going to do porters in our next one
0: if you ever need another taster just you know, <laughs> hey, what's, especially we'll when, it, when especially when it comes to porters <laughs> and stuff
1: yeah so uh, we haven't quite picked the, what porters we're going to do but i think since we're getting finally it's cooling down at least a little bit yeah. here well, um, we'll hit milk porters. stouts would be good too yeah oh that's right you've got the you've got those got milk stouts <laughs> uh, we may do milk stouts but we're going to be hit, we're going to definitely going to be hitting dark beer now that we're running into the season, and yeah. uh, we, when he was gone, we did barrel aged beer, but I'm sure we're going to hit barrel aged beers yeah. here again soon.
0: All right, so we normally ask, you know, your top five cigars, but I'm going to flip the script a little bit. No. Give me a beer, give okay. me a wine, give me a mixed drink. Ooh,
1: top of each, top of each. Dad, you're first. <laughs> I'm well, going to need a minute. <laughs>
3: We love the ninety night from Lost Forty. Okay, that is a top barrel aged
0: beer. I've had that before. Yeah, but
3: I really like IPAs. That's not Josh's thing, but I love IPAs. <laughs> yes. The hoppier, the better. <laughs> are you are you I, a hophead? I, you know, I I bought yes. a beer uh, when we were when we were out that was uh, the IBUs is one hundred and fifty eight.
0: Have you ever had a? a uh, Free who make uh, tall grass Enos. I have man, that is, <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah. I think it's. I think the IBU is like one sixty. Yeah, Oof. it's well, it's like chewing hops. Well, it's about, it's about that's about one hundred
3: and thirty too high. For me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this Rain Man that I bought was one fifty eight. So Ooh. yeah, it's Holy up there.
0: It. Yeah, that make, it makes my mouth. <sighs> Makes my stomach hurt. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) So, okay, so he gave me he gave a beer. So if I had to give kind of like a top beer uh Bud Light. Gross
0: (laughs) Coors. I've
3: never had a Bud Light in my life.
0: The champagne of beer go a little uh little Miller Highlight. Miller Highlight. Uh, Well Little Ponies. (laughs)
3: Let me let me me slip this story in. Okay. So when I was growing up, Coors Coors was not in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. So it was the forbidden, forbidden beer. Yeah. But it actually got all. It got to Oklahoma, and so I lived in Hot Springs. And some of my friends would drive over to Oklahoma and bring this Coors back, and they'd be so excited and bring it over and say, "Here, try this." And it's like, this is like Kool Aid. on, man, isn't
0: isn't that the theme to
3: Smoking the Bandit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Exactly>. bootlegging.
1: Snowman. <laughs> yeah. um, so <laughs> um, okay, so. You're Doing a beer, or you're doing, yeah. Like- I'll, I'll go ahead and do probably probably one of my top beers. You know, 99 is fantastic, triple barrel aged, uh, imperial stout. Um, and that's a great party, but they're not gonna I have, gonna have it. Do it this year. Uh, you have know, have you ever was- done that
3: party? Uh, uh-huh.
1: the Festival of Darkness?
2: No, oh, oh. So it's everybody it's,
1: dresses up like zombie, and they have like 30, have 25, a- 30 different breweries come in and they do like a big, ta- like a big At 40? Party. Yeah, in the parking lot. Really? Yeah, and it's when they released the 99. Okay. Um, so, oh, man. Doing a beer. Yeah. You know, 99 is definitely up there. Um, it's going to be a stout. You know, the the Mother's Metafamilius is stinking delicious. Never what this. about
3: Lord God?
1: Lord God is good, and it's, it's up there. So, Mother Familius is uh, Mother's Imperial Stout, and then they – they barrel age it and they either barrel age it in um, bourbon barrels or rye barrels. Okay. Rye whiskey barrels. Um, so I'm going to say those will probably be my top mm-hmm. that, I, that I can think of right now. Uh, will probably be my, like my top beers.
0: Cheating the system, give me two. You know, okay. That's, see how that's it is. what I'm yeah. going to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Wine. Jeez. Um, you know, so when we were in Alsace, I did a happy dance when I drank um Kinsler's uh dry Gehurtzminer. Um so it's a white wine. Um it's uh usually when you get Gehurtzminers, they're a little bit sweeter. Um they have like lychee potpourri kind okay. of flavors. But this one was done completely dry and you know, it's one of the few times I've ever done a happy dance in a tasting room. Um,
0: other than, uh, you don't see a lot of like, like not a lot of people know what lychee is. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you like, do you like lychee? I've never actually had
1: lychee besides like in cocktails. So like I I know the flavor. It's a, it's a, it's
0: a very dry fruit. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a tropical, floral, dry. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. big, you know, big Asian um, markets, stuff like that. You can get lychees. Um, and then I'm going to throw two out. You know,
1: I've had of some, I, I've had. Um, your top one, he said. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do a top <laughs> wow. one. You know, this is one of those things. It's like, you know, what's hey. your top movie? Well, I don't have a top movie. Um, we were, when we were in Champaign, uh, we were able to have a uh, 2004 uh, special club, so, single vintage champagne, which was just out of this world. And then, you know, having it there in the guy's cellar who makes it.
0: Oh, yeah. That had like, to be fantastic. I
1: mean, that is that just adds to the experience of the wine.
3: What about you, Dad? On the wine? Yeah. You know, I really love the Willamette well, Pinot Noirs. Mm. They're so good. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, like we had on our last podcast, I mean, that's the Burgundy of, of America. Yeah. Yeah. Willamette well, Valley. Okay. So, what about... Uh, cocktail cocktail. I like this blood and sand and I drink a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So I have to say that's probably it. Yeah. Now what's the second one? <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. Well, let's go for it. The rusty nail. I really love yeah. it. You know, it's another sweet one. And we had that on our first cocktail episode. It's a, it's a scotch with the drambuie. And it's Drambuie. If you don't know, it's it's a Scotch liqueur. Okay, from Eye of Sky. Okay, up in Scotland with laurel honey. Yeah, with laurel honey. I mean, it it's very sweet. You could you could drink it straight, mm. but that's too sweet. Yeah, and you know the the formula that they use for Rusty Nail is one to one. That's just too sweet. So. I was making two or three to one as far as the scotch versus the drambuie.
1: Right. So for me, it's probably an old-fashioned. Um, I'm mm-hmm. an old-fashioned guy. Okay, I will test bars on yeah. their old-fashioned. Like, yeah. So if I'm going for the first time, I'll order an old-fashioned. I'll watch how they make it, mm-hmm. and I'll taste it, and then I know the quality of the bar, or at least the bartender, based on that yeah. cocktail. So that's, if I had to drink one cocktail the rest of my life, it would be Yeah, old-fashioned. Yeah, fashion, I, I, I old agree fashion. with that. That's
0: a good way to... To, you know, see where that bar is because that's my, that's my wife's favorite mixed drink is an old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget where she says there's two places in Little Rock where she le- really liked the old fashioned. One was um, local Luna. Okay. And right. the other one was uh sauced right down here. Oh, I haven't really? been, been there. there. So yeah. Open. It's, those were the two because I'm not, I'm not an old fa- I, I don't drink a lot of mixed drinks. Yeah. Uh, if I do, it's going to be, like I said, it's like a martini, dry martini. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, she gave me that. How dry I, is And it? I was like, uh, not, not. So I got a funny story. All right. So I'm sitting at a U.S. pizza, uh, in Bryant. It's about five years ago or so. And I'm sitting at the bar and on Tuesdays they have like, like dollar drafts with like $5 pepperoni pizzas. Right. I'm like, and, hell yeah, sign I mean, me up I'm there. A buddy of mine's a bartender and a, and you know, a BBR. We're just, yeah. We're just, we're just sitting there. And I'm drinking and uh, there's two bartenders working and he goes off to the back to you know do something else and a lady behind me she orders a dry martini so the other bartender she it must have been new or she wasn't really a bartender she was just working the bar right so i see her like f- like feverishly flipping through this book to to <laughs> of mixed drinks of what to make and she finally finds it She's like oh okay this and so she pulls the vermouth and uh the gray goose mm-hmm. and it's like go, go 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 of both oh my god equal. oh, oh <laughs> super equal and i'm like and i heard oh. what the lady ordered at least i thought i heard what the yeah, i heard dry and then i'm like <laughs> i'm like what in the hell what's that and uh i look back i i yell at the lady i was like hey what what did you order She's like a dry martini I was like, oh, oh, oy. I'm going to watch this. Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hope you like dry. <laughs> so she, uh, take she a takes switch. a drink and her face was like, just like puckered up. Oh, right. And like, <laughs> and she sent it back. Yeah. And oh, she yeah. Did, she just didn't know what to do. Right. And I, and I asked the, as the bartender, I was like, what'd she order? She's like a dry martini. I was like, all right, take, take, you know, the, the jigger, throw it in there and the ice, rinse it out. Like whatever's on the ice is all you need. Yep. That's all you need. And nice. then just, you know, a couple of jiggers of, uh, of, it's like, no, I, I actually like reared back. I was like, do you want, you want gin or vodka? Yeah. It's so like one vodka. I was like, all right. Yeah. And then a little bit of that. I was like, switch around. There you go. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like it was straight up like, like it was equal parts yeah. vermouth and vodka. And I was like, that had got, that has got to taste horrible. I so, almost wanted traditional. I almost wanted to like, Bring his can neck. Can I taste that a
3: little bit just to see what <laughs> was, it was like? Yeah. <laughs> he was so mad. Well, so, uh, tell him about.
1: So my uncle is so he likes a extremely dry Hendrix Martini up with a twist. Okay. And so I, you know, would bartend and when he would make you know, Josh, started,
3: Josh started bartending for the family he,
1: knee high to a grasshopper. <laughs> uh, and so start me on. So what he would tell me to do was just take a little bit of vermouth, put it in the glass, mm-hmm. swirl it around, throw it out. Yep. Shake the gin, pour it in the glass and then twist the limit. And mm-hmm. I have seen, you know, I've seen countless martinis go back and you know, I've even seen, I, so speaking of the vermouth thing, I've seen somebody for a dirty martini put vermouth in a dirty martini wrong because you know, at that point, you know, Mm -hmm. you just stare at the vermouth or in the (laughs) olive juice. See, that's (laughs) what I like. I like,
0: I like dirty martinis a lot too. It's just, I mean the, the, the funniest, like we were talking about, you know, good eats and out and brown. Like that's how I, you know, he did the same thing. Like Mm -hmm. the vermouth, whatever stuck on the ice is all, it's all you need.
1: You know, Hemingway used to say, you know, I'm, all you, the only vermouth you need is you stare at the bottle of the vermouth and that's it. Right? <laughs> <Broad laughs> and shake, yes. stare at the bottle of the vermouth while you're jaking, while you're shaking the shaking vodka. The house. <laughs> and pour, and then pour it in. That's that's all the vermouth you ever need. Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
0: So, so where what uh what what uh what shows do you have coming up and uh like where do you? I guess let's let's go back. Yeah. What made you want to start doing a podcast? So.
1: So I'm a teacher. Um, that's what I am by trade. It's what I do is my daily job. And third graders, <laughs> well, not anymore. I don't <laughs> teach. I don't teach third don't graders don't teach anymore. anymore. Yeah, um, but I have that natural teaching ability, and I love. Mm-hmm. I love wine. I love food. Love cocktail, and I think you know, like creating that experience is so important, and it's so at least, at least in a place like Little Rock, it's not common. Yeah, you you really have to search out and know the places to go and know the people to have to get that kind of experience. So we had the kind of the little business that we did. And when that kind of went under, I still had that desire to get this information out. And yep. I was like, man, this, you know, little rock is such a cool, it's such a cool town, but it's so underserved. Yeah, I want to, I want to be able to put this out there. And since I don't own a bar, I'm not working at a bar full time. I can't do it. How can we do it? And you know the podcast was kind of the way to do it, and you know my dad and I he helped me with the with the tasting stuff before, and so I kind of went to him you know for what about two and a half years, yeah, and said, "Hey, why don't we do this? You know mm-hmm. this is something I think I think we could do. it'd be fun for us, and you know I think people would really like it and so we finally we finally got the time and finally sat down and said, "You know what, we've planned, we've done it, let's just jump in and start doing it and I don't know about you, but ever since we started it, it's... It's been I, fun for it's, both of us. It's those. so fun. And then, you know, when people reach out on Instagram mm-hmm. or things like that, they're like, oh, man, I did that. Like, our family got together on vacation, and we listened to this one, and we did, and the, we did the it. The interaction, yes. it
0: gives you that that dopamine effect. Yeah. Like, wow, I've actually not touched somebody, but, like, yeah. you know, they, they take heed of what I said and stuff like that. It's... It, and just the but you know I never the,
1: would have I never would have bought that wine uh-huh. I never uh-huh. would have tried that I never would have I never would have <clears> tried <throat> that food or I never would have put those two things together yeah without you saying that that I I'm like okay it's, it's really what re- I'm doing rewarding. It, it's, it's good yeah like, it's rewarding. It's worth it. it's so, worthwhile
3: one of the things we found is we tell people about the podcast and they go oh I'll give that a look and we're going wait a minute it's sound. <laughs> Gotta give a listen. Not, we're <laughs> not videoing, we're not on the TV, we're not on YouTube. And so, right now, we're in the training mode of what a podcast really is. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we need to teach people a podcast is something you listen to. Yeah. And a lot of people, in fact, I have a journalist friend and I told him about it and he says oh yeah you know I'm I'm going to listen to that at least he said listen mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like 2 months later he says how do I find it
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see what what I what I like about it is like you know our show we say it's 40% cigar 60% bullshit with your show like you actually you know if somebody doesn't know anything about whatever your subject is mixed drinks or right. beer for the for the night you know, they can go in and they actually learn something. I don't know how much they're learning from our show. <laughs> they're learning what not to do. But, like, you you break it down really nicely, especially, like, the first beer episode. You know, because you, you sent it to me when it first came out. You're like, hey, give it a listen. Let me know what you think kind of thing, just because yeah. you asked us, you know, the pointers. And I'm like, holy shit. You're like, we're, we're kind of flying by the night, too, you know. But yeah. I, I appreciate it. But, yeah, I'll give it a listen. And, you know, just that first show, I'm like, all right. Yeah, like, this can actually – because cigars is such a finite niche. Mm-hmm. There's definitely more, you know, alcohol right. connoisseurs and drinkers and stuff out there than than cigars. So I I like how you you can like you can educate, but you can make people not feel dumb. Right. Exactly. That's that's the that's yeah. that fine line between coming off as like. Cocky and arrogant, like oh I know what I'm talking about, but you like you break it down really nicely, and yeah. like and like even with that that first show I was talking about, like where you had him, you know, not guess right, but you know, use his determining knowledge to to what <laughs> yeah. it is, but like you challenge each other mm-hmm. off off that, and you know, you know, beer wise, I think I'd be okay. Wine, I would be like, holy fuck, I don't know, like <laughs> yeah. like, like tasting if I it's white, it's, <laughs> it's, a, like, it's a white wine. Oh, it's red, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but no, you like you you, right. you you break it down and you make it. You make it palatable yeah. for somebody who doesn't, if they, they don't have to know, right, you know, and scotches or whatever you're going into it. Yeah. But if our listeners will get the wines,
3: mm-hmm. get the foods, and then listen and pair and, it with and, it pay, yeah. and taste yeah. with it, yeah. Oh, they're going to have a fantastic experience. See, and, and
0: that's what we did with like this show. Like, I wanted, so everything that we smoke on the show, 99% of it comes out of the humidor just right. because I want people to smoke with us. Yeah. So, like, that's why our shows go however long the cigar goes. Right. Because I want people to experience that cigar the same, like, in real-time format right. with us. You know, when we do our review shows, I'll pause it, but I'll make sure I time stamp it so yeah. people can know, like, okay, stop here, re-listen when you get to the second part at this time. But, right. you know, that's the, you know, it is, it, it's very user-friendly. Yeah. I, that's why I, li- I like your show because yeah. you do... Break it down for either, you know, even for somebody who knows a lot about wines or rums or something, you're always going to learn something or you're going to pair it with something that they've never, they never would have thought to pair it with.
1: Thanks man. And that, you know, I really really appreciate appreciate that. Yeah. And you know, that's You know, for, for what we're wanting to do, you know, the format is hard because most people listen on the go. Yeah. You know, most people are listening in the car, listening while they're walking. So so, sometimes we,
0: Places where you don't should be drinking. Yeah. Well, Well. it's funny. I had a buddy of mine
1: who said, he actually, he messaged me in, you know, in a group text with a couple of my buddies and goes, don't listen to Josh's podcast after lunch because when you're done, you're going to be, you're going to be hungry. (laughs) And, you know, so I, you know, going back to what kind of why we did this, you know, podcast was kind of the only platform Mm -hmm. that we could do this. And. You know, we're best experienced when you do like follow us on Instagram, see what we're going to do, yeah. buy it or buy one or two of the things, sit down and actually like kind of go through it because that's the experiential piece of it. And, you know, I appreciate you saying that, you know, we kind of break it down because that's, you know, that's kind of the hard thing when you, I mean, I'm sure you understand this as a, as a tobacconist, when you know a lot of, when you know a lot about a particular topic mm-hmm. and you want to get the information out, without being pretentious or being like, "Yeah, you don't know this. So I got to explain it now. Yeah. 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 And getting that information out is can be difficult, Yeah, but it is just, you know, we, I think it's one of the things that we're really good at is being able to take, take this information. We're not going to give you everything you need to know about it, but we'll still give you a lot of like informational pieces about it to kind of learn and move forward and experience it better. And, you know, if, if you can sit down and kind of go through it with us, it's a completely different experience than if you're just sitting and listening and we try and make yeah. it work for both, mm-hmm. you know? And so I, I appreciate you saying that. It sounds really good. Cause for really us, you know, it's hard, it's hard to know cause yeah, beca- we're, just, becomes, we're just talking. It, yeah. It becomes an echo chamber when it's right. just
0: like you two. Like, you know, whenever our listeners, you know, correspond back with us and they, you know. You know, you you feed off their feedback right. and like, okay, I need to you know tweak this or change this. I mean, for the most part, they know what they're getting with us. It's just a, it's right. it's us just goofing off, you know. For the most part, talking about cigars, but like, but with yours, you actually you actually learn something with <laughs> yeah. yours. Like, I was just, I'm, I'm actually just looking at your Instagram right now. So the uh, the one you did, it's uh, let's see, thirsty thirsty Thursday, yeah, so the we, August Thursday. So that. The, uh, was it like prosciutto and pretzel and brats and everything like yeah. that? I mean, who the hell wouldn't want to pair mm-hmm. that with a good Hefeweizen like yeah. what you had? I mean, and that that's just, right. that looks so good. Mm-hmm. Like right. it, and it is, it's so user friendly yeah. where they can, they can visualize that. And then they can like, you know, all those components, you know, it might not be the exact same, you know, yeah. boar's head or right. whatever, but they can get the same thing pretty close to it and get that beer and then experience that same, yeah, the same thing. Like like Josh
3: said, my wife and I were gone and he had Maggie come in and they did a podcast together and Maggie's a Psalm and he's Mm -hmm. a Psalm and they had some really good pairings and two different wines. And so when my wife and I got back, we bought those two wines. We got the food as close as we could. And it was so much fun mm-hmm. just sitting listening to the podcast and drinking their wine that they'd picked and the food that they'd picked. And it's like, man, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, that's <laughs> And had know, we had a cigar, then be, yeah, you know, yeah. it been even better, man. Yeah, you know, that's that's what it's about, you know, when it
1: comes to food and wine and even with cigars, you know, it's about it's about the sitting in the experience of it. Yeah and, you know, trying to build that in COVID and over the distance, you know. That's, that's kind of one of the things I'm really proud about with what, we, what we're doing is we're allowing people to have that person-to-person experience, even yeah. if we can't, if we can't all have that person-to-person experience, because, yeah. you know, food and drink are, and cigars are meant to, meant to be together yeah. with people. Yep. Yep. Um, I know you've you talked about yeah. having like some of those live herps over zoom and it's, it's, it's a completely different experience than yeah. just sitting on your, even though sitting on your patio and smoking is great. Yeah. But having those conversations make it even better.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I mean, I I try to hearf and stuff, you know, a couple times a week with people. Mm-hmm. And like, even if I'm not saying anything, which is very rare because I'm I'm a talker. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, just listening to other people talk because you know when I'm up here at the lounge, I'm usually working, so I'm always busy. Right. I don't really get a chance to actually just decompress and just be up here at the lounge. Right. But, Unless so like,
3: that Chiefs game is
0: on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad like the Chiefs haven't been playing. And I I thankfully I didn't have to work up here last week whenever they lost oh, because oh, I, I was yeah. in the middle of a move. God. Because I because I know there was definitely some Raiders fans up here. Oh yeah But like tomorrow night, like I know I'm gonna be You're gonna be here. I'm no I'm gonna be at my at my house because oh, I'm on okay. my new patio. I have With a TV. TV I have a TV outside. I want to have a cigar. You know, I might have to get some sort of after, especially after talking like this, I'm going to have to get some sort of like don't, charcuterie board or I, something. I hope you don't have to have a piss <laughs> <laughs> off. Oh, like that's, that's a thing. Like I love Christop- the pissed off Christophe. Yeah. I never want to smoke that fucking cigar. I never want to smoke it. <laughs> At least you didn't have
1: to smoke it in February last year. Oh
0: man. Like I think that was the first time my wife ever saw me happy cry. It was it after they won yeah. after they won because like she's no i mean she's not a sports fan and she's right. from oakland but she's not a rares fan but you know yeah but like i was i mean i was here i was mm-hmm. in the back you know just just like crying and i'm like i'm so happy <laughs> yeah <laughs>
3: that was a hell of a super Bowl Oh my, oh my god! Like god.
0: I, I was just happy to be there, plain and simple. Yeah. yeah. But now I'm that cocky motherfucker. Like oh, we gotta get it again. Like we gotta do it again. <laughs> now it's, now it's <laughs> Dynasty time. <laughs> oh, I know. Especially after we got Bell. Like, oh come on, god, let's use. I was like, oh my gosh, Lady Bell. I, c- in. I can't wait. But no, like, like with your show, I, yeah. like the when it when it first dropped, you've had 15 episodes, 15, right. 16, something yeah, like that. That's right. So you're going on three months now. Right. Uh, so like the first, when you, when you said, Hey, it's out, give it a listen. Yeah. So it was like a Saturday. I listened to it. Mm-hmm. I started at like seven o'clock in the morning. Right. I'm like, damn, I really, hungry. I really <laughs> should not have like, done this at seven in the morning. Yeah. right You know, I don't want to be that guy but, going to right. the liquor store <laughs> and, right. get, and getting the right. beer. But, uh, no, I, I, I like what I like what y'all are doing and Appreciate and that. hopefully our listeners, you know. The majority of our listeners, they like having their drink as well. Yeah. You know, definitely make sure they check you out. I'll, yeah, I'll make sure to so. post it. And, uh you know, it, it is, you know, alcohol and cigars, they go hand in hand. It's, it's. it's mm, they really do. It's so good. So what, so I was thinking, you know, for one of your shows, what we're going to have to do so we can get cigars involved with it, yeah. you're just going to have to bring the show here Yeah, and we, and we just whip out the, uh, the everything and yeah. You know, I'm, I'm I'm inserting myself into your shop no, I'm cool with
1: that, man. We'll we'll have to get. You're looking. Ca- are you hungry? I'm, oh man,
0: let me tell you, Sundays are rough because oh, I can't God. leave the lounge, yeah. and it's just like that's the that's the that's night we record. So I, I get up here at like eleven or so, get the shop ready, and then I leave at eleven. So it's like if I don't bring anything with me, I ain't sad. fucking <laughs> eating. <was>
1: <laughs> well, I, I mean, well, we you know we normally record on Sundays too, so we'll definitely have to come over. You know, sat you know. Mark had too much fun in St. Louis. I so know he, he would have known he may he have had so much fun in St.
3: Louis. <laughs> I wish he was here. He, yeah, yeah. He, he was, was he was
0: hoping to get back in time, but, uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear all the stories because what, so what he did was he with Martinez cigars, he was right. able to go up there to St. Louis to Riverman. And I know they had a hell of a time, so I can't wait to, yeah, he's just going to rub it all on my face. And I can't, <laughs> I can't wait for that
1: okay. When so, he listens to this, or you put him, he's like,
0: "Yeah, you missed all of this." <laughs> so as we come towards the uh, towards the end of the show, what, so again, tell everybody like what we're drinking and, yeah. and go from that. So like, I have the what in my hand right now.
1: So you've got the rum negroni. Okay. So we've got the diplomatico rum ounce and a half. It's got a ounce of sweet vermouth and then oh, three quarter of an ounce of it's that
3: is so good. It's it's, a, I'm, I'm, it's okay. Hard. I'm sitting
0: here thinking I don't know which one I like better.
3: It's, it's hard. Oh, that's, it's hard because they're different. Yeah, it is. And that's the point.
0: All right. I have a little bit of this one left. Okay. Yeah, this. Why don't yeah. you
3: tell again about the blood and sand? Well, the other one is the blood and sand. Uh, the, the normal way to make it is three quarters er, are across the board. But I had instead an ounce and a half of the scotch, three quarters of the uh, cherry liqueur, three quarters of the sweet vermouth, and three quarters orange juice. So it's it's going to be sweeter than the drink, Josh. Right. It,
0: it it is sweeter. <sighs> uh, got to pick one. Yep. Can't pick two because there's only yeah. two. Oh, yeah. it says the guy who picked two of everything <laughs> out of the entire <laughs> world. I picked two. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the rum.
3: Yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go with the rum. All right. Yeah. Yep. There cool. you have it. That's all right. I mean, I love it too. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good drink. I want to know.
0: So okay, the ice cube. Yeah. Was that like a mold that you had? Yeah. Or? So
1: we've got big. So um. So, the blood and sand was served up in a coop glass with no ice. And then the Negroni was served with a single cube. We, so, we've got these uh, two inch cube
2: molds mm-hmm. that make two inch cube it, it, ice cubes. It's a
1: solid cube. Yeah. And so we love those with drinks on the rocks or just if you're going to put something like a, a something straight on the rock because it takes so long to melt. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, we've had a, a half of a refill, and I still have ice in my glass. Yeah, I mean
0: we've going, we've been going over an hour and a half, and I I got a oh my god a good nugget yeah. right now. So it's uh, when so. You,
3: Usually I don't drink the I don't have the blood and sand up like we have it like tonight. Wait, no, okay, no. What usually, do you mean up? So well, up, with so no when ice.
1: You, when you say something yeah. is up, think of something that is served in a stemmed glass. So it is up. Okay. That's where it comes from. And neat. with no ice. Yeah. yeah. Neat is in like a rock's glass rocks or, class, or no okay. standard glass like a highballer
0: or something like that. So, so usually so I have it is with the, the big in rock. It. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So neat is nothing in it. On the rocks has ice in it. Okay. Uh, straight means there's no mixer. So it's just the alcohol by itself with nothing else in
3: it. So yeah. That's kind of those those terms. So if you don't like the La Florence, which is so so smoky, mm-hmm. you might want to try Beaumar. Okay. Which is a smoky scotch, but it's a much lower smoke flavor. Uh, the the LaFlorange has a smoke flavor of, what was the number, Josh? 125 ppm of, okay. of smoke. The Bomar is only like 30. Okay. So it's a lot less smoke. Now, the other drink that we had when we did smokes in the glass, the mm-hmm. Mezcal. was the Mezcal. The mezcal. Okay. And the strange thing about it was that you don't know how much ppm because they don't do that in Mexico, but it seemed much smoky on the nose, mm-hmm. but maybe less smoky on the flavor. Yeah, it was like a fruit wood smoke versus yeah. a campfire smoke.
1: Okay, it was, it was really strange.
0: <clears throat> so have have you ever smoked the uh, the uh, Drew Estate and the Nicarustica? Uh, no, I haven't had that one. So that what? one is like it's very mesquite like. Okay. Yeah. So I would be interested to see what you would pair that with because I really love that cigar. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's like a, like you said, campfire. Mm. It's very, um, it is, it's like barbecue right. outside. It's very mesquite. Uh-huh. Um, so I'd like, to, I'd like to know what, what you think of that one and what you'd pair that with because I, I like that one a
1: lot. Yeah. Just saw first jump. I'm thinking like a good sipping rum. Okay. Cause they yeah. have, they have a lot of that like, um, those warming spice notes, but then that sweetness yeah. that pulls through with, like, with good sipping rum. Okay. Just yeah. Have, I, I think I that would work. Well. I'll have to smoke
3: one. And see what I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I like, I, so I bought my realtor, uh, some cigars mm-hmm. and I want to get a, bo- got, I wanted to get him a bottle of bourbon. Mm-hmm. So one of the uh, cigar clubs I'm in, yeah. I just sent out a random thing like, Hey, I'm not a bourbon drinker. What Bottle of bourbon, should I get? Yeah. That was the absolute worst question oh. to ask <laughs> with bourbon people.
1: It is. Oh, oh my yeah. god! It's, like it's
0: polarizing. It was like finally I settled with the first person who answered. <laughs> like, all right, you got the first one. I'm going with that because that was like.
3: So what they say, first person. Uh, so
0: I got uh, Mitchers. Mitchers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: Mitchers. We had the.
0: Yeah. So that's really good. So speaking of, I forget.
1: I oh. So okay, so I'm not yeah, a bourbon go drinker. Go ahead with that. I'm
0: not a bourbon drinker. What bourbon should I get? Or what sh- what, what's a good stepping stone for someone to try bourbon? Because bourbon and cigars go go yeah. well together. That, that seems to be the biggest right. pairing that you see. But I'm not a bourbon drinker. So what should I try to get me into bourbons? What so, about
1: the bullet? Well, so when it comes to barrel-aged liquors, mm-hmm. yeah. what do you enjoy? Like rums and scotches.
0: If I had to pick one, I'm more of an Irish whiskey.
1: Okay, so clean with a little bit of spice. Yeah, light barrel
0: aged, but good alcohol. A, A little more caramelly. Okay, than woody and smoky. So
1: in that world, I actually wouldn't push you to bourbon. Okay, I'd push you toward American whiskey. Okay, because um, it doesn't have to be corn. A lot of those will have a little bit more of the caramelly flavor. That's right. Um, so all maybe all a,
0: bourbons are whiskeys, but all whiskeys are bourbons. Correct. Okay. All right.
1: Um, maybe. I would probably put you into. Um, I would start a, you at like ten cup. Yeah. Maybe ten cup American whiskey. Okay. Okay. Um, it is. It's made in Indiana, but it's cut with um, Colorado water. So okay. it's really clean. It's really neat. Okay, um, it's got that good kind of um, whiskey flavor without being overly sweet, like bourbon can be. Okay, or too hot. Um, if you want like extra spiciness mm-hmm. or kind of that flavors, I tend you toward. Excuse me, tend you toward a rye whiskey. Okay, because rye so whiskey. I'll, I'll tell a you what.
0: So the Chiefs are playing to, to timestamp this. The Chiefs are playing tomorrow night. Right. I'm going to go. I'll get some Tim Cup tomorrow mm-hmm. at the store. What cigar? Do I smoke with it?
1: 10 cups. So 10 cups kind of like, like an Irish whiskey, whatever you put with, it's going to be okay. Okay. Um, I wouldn't go too light. um, Oh, but it will hold up to a spicy big cigar because.
0: So something in my rough drawer. Cause that, cause that'll
1: actually add to the whiskey and kind of bring it up. Um, Bourbon can be a little bit hot. Um, I mean, this Julius Caesar and some of the other cigars you've talked about, would be really good. Um, what was the one that you were telling me that, uh, the one you were just talking about a little bit ago, that was like, you wondered what we pair with it.
0: The, uh, the uh, Nicaristica.
1: Yeah. So it's got that like, kind of, tell I me about that. that one.
0: It's very Mesquite. Okay. It's like, uh, you like Kingsford charcoal. Okay. You got, you know, you got a smoker going on in the back right. room. That's what you get a lot of. Yeah.
1: I mean, I do that one because that smoke will kind of, that sounds good. good. Yeah. But okay. But any kind of like, Good, le- um, good spice. Um, to you know, those are gonna be good with kind of that s- straight because it's really even keel kind of kind of okay. whiskey.
0: Well, okay, so then that's what I'll do tomorrow night. I am gonna get Nik. Nica- I already have Nik Roostica. <laughs> I'll smoke that and I'll get some tin cup and I'll uh, I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. tin put, right,
1: cu- put the tin cup on ice. On ice. Yeah, got a it. Bi- American whiskeys. Yeah, big American whiskeys uh, and bourbons, in my opinion, do better with ice because around okay. it it'll. Round it a little bit. Okay. That
0: out. Awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. So let's talk about these cigars one last time before we uh, we're all down to like the last third and everything. (sighs) Oh, I mean, I get a little
3: white pepper now. So
0: this cigar is in my top three of all time. Yeah, it's sitting right around two or three. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love the cigar. This is this. So this was the very first cigar that we did on the show. Oh yeah. Um. So. This one definitely has a, you know, a special yeah. place, you know, in, in my I think my that heart. I think that might have been the first time
3: I bought it was really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, this was the very first one I you know, I, I love this one because it is it's a good stepping stone for people to get into that higher realm of a little bit of Yeah. umph to it. Yeah,
1: it's got it's got good flavor, mm-hmm. you right. know, it's got that extra it's got a little bit of that A little, little, little bit of spice that you're going to want. Little cocoa it's not gonna kick your
0: butt that, that cocoa specifically. Mm, right. I'm not I d I do don't like a lot of leather in yeah. cigars, but that cocoa nib mm-hmm. specifically, that that bitterness that you get with the, like that that just that natural raw chocolate flavor. Right. It does. It, it pairs very well with both as you can tell, I'm almost done with, <laughs> with both of these about drinks. I'm done with everything. Yeah. It's uh, It's so yeah
3: you so could put, good. You could put a some more with that too. <laughs> Just char that <laughs> marshmallow. Yeah. Yep. But no, that's a great
1: cigar. Yep,
0: It is. All right. So you know how we end our show. Yes. Oh, here we go. So I pulled out, I pulled <laughs> okay. out some stuff. Pull baby. out a card. dollars, but all right. So Mark's not here, so I can't have the million dollars part, but million dollars. But whenever someone compliments you, you must eat an entire pound of bacon covered in melted butter and cheese, melted
3: butter and
0: cheese. I'm guessing the bacon's cooked. Because so, <laughs> when you first said mel-
1: like pound of bacon, I was thinking raw uh, <laughs> bacon and cheese, bacon whole- tartar would <laughs> oh, ah. be very thin stringy. Um, every time somebody complimented me, complimented me or something I've done,
2: uh, let's see,
0: you're uh, getting let's real specific. I gotta get specific. Uh, you're, you're, it's only you're going, minute, I'm, you're I'm going mark to on me, yeah, Mark or Steve. Uh, it says whenever somebody compliments you, so I mean, yeah. You're a teacher. Yeah. How many times do you compliment it? Not enough. No. Well, well <laughs> definitely not enough. That's, another, know, that's not really. another book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the. Uh, you know. Um, ah, God, I'm gonna say no. Why?
0: Because uh, it's only a million bucks, and I don't. I mean. <sighs> Let me think. Mark's not here, but he's here in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, can
3: I go live in the woods yeah. by myself? And I have <laughs> talk to oh, me. Yeah, that's what he'd do. So, what do you think uh, Mark
0: would say, since he's here in spirit? I would say yes, because I don't think he gets complimented a lot, especially with his line of work. Yeah. You know? I'm going to go yeah, because, I don't know. I'm going to go yeah. See, I, mean, I, get, I get complimented on my work. And that was the caveat. But that's like—is that complimenting me? Sure, it is.
3: It's your word. I'm just gonna it's be you. fat.
0: <laughs> fat <Sure. laughs> So it's bacon, a pound of bacon, a pound of bacon, melted butter, and cheese. That's a pound, so, of, a that's, pound of melted so, butter
1: and a pound of cheese.
0: No, he didn't say. I, I mean,
1: that's the. I mean, a pound of bacon covered in melted butter and cheese. Okay. I mean, you got to have enough to yeah. cover
0: it. Because a pound of bacon is like what a package usually? Uh, No, it's a little bit more than a package nowadays. Are you
1: serious? Bacon's usually sold in like fourteen ounce packages. Okay, are you
0: floppy or or like crispy bacon? Crispy. Okay, I'm I'm crispy bacon. Yeah, me too. Crispy, good. Those heathens that eat floppy bacon, what the hell? It's (laughs) undercooked. I don't get, get complimented.
3: <laughs> so I don't get complimented that much. I'm not at work anymore. Yeah. I mean, you're retired. Now, you're, so. you're, you're not around to compliment me. <laughs> okay. If somebody uh,
0: ever says something nice about your podcast, you both have to eat it.
1: Okay. So then,
3: then it is about your work. Yeah. I guess so. So I'm going to go for it. You're I'm going to go, go for the million dollars. I'm, I'm yeah. going for it, too. Yeah. You know, what's? An, you know, I could use another million bucks. Okay. I mean, yeah. You know, it's not that
0: your cholesterol
3: is going to go <laughs> Sounds like a right, fucking roof. I mean, I've got a million dollars, so I can get all the health.
2: million
1: <laughs> dollars only for health. <laughs> it's going to spend it all on the, on the health care system right so now. So are you, oh, stick, you
3: sticking with no? Uh, no, I I'm mean, going yes. I'm going to
1: say no, because I do a very specific job at work, that, and I get complimented quite a bit.
3: Brag about I it. would die.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't be able to spend my money because I would have the cholesterol in the heart. So you get complimented more
3: than once a day.
1: <sighs> I get complimented more than five times a week. Let me put it that way. Okay, well that's once a day.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm so, so you don't think you eat five pounds of bacon in a week?
3: Oh hell yes.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? Yes. Should you? Should would I die if I did multiple weeks in a row? Probably. Oh. <laughs> like I said, oh. a million. I'd take it, but I would put that million dollars in my healthcare fund. (laughs) Local
3: teacher dies by cholesterol intake. So so can I put pancakes and waffles with it?
0: You want to add more to it?
3: Hell yeah!
0: You need to get complimented more. <laughs> yeah, that that's, right. that's,
3: that's exactly right. <laughs>
0: make a pound
1: bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. God, like
0: my fa- like one of my favorite breakfast sandwiches is like the McGriddle from McDonald's. Yeah. Like oh. you just want to make it like a giant McGriddle. Oh, yeah. Like How? throw that's more syrup be. and pancake on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, oh
3: God. So we that's got one. two yeses and a no. Yeah, two yeses yeah. and a no. I'll, mm-hmm.
0: I'll take my chances. I get complimented enough, but... <sighs> Yeah. Yeah, no. As oh. long as, as as long as it's that good like uh what's that Irish butter? The um Kerrygold. Oh. Yeah. Oh Kierkegaard yeah. Kerrygold or carry yeah. Kerrygold. Gold. The Kerrygold Gold butter. I don't want any uh, of that Land o Lakes shit. Give me yeah. that No, no. Give me that full fat. Uh, yeah. Give yeah. me that full flavor. Where can uh where can everybody find you at? So, we're on
1: Instagram at acquired tastings. Uh we have a presence on Twitter at acquired tasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on Facebook and then find us on your favorite platform, your podcast platform with acquired tastings. And, uh, you know, let's have the conversation.
0: When, do, when does your uh, shows drop?
1: Uh, we drop thirsty Thursday at happy hour. Nice. So we, always,
0: we always try to
1: drop on Thursdays around five, around o'clock, five o'clock. o'clock. Right.
0: So what you can do is you can listen to them and then, you know, a couple hours later, our shows drop. Exactly. So, so exactly. what do you have coming out, uh, on, I guess, let's say what came out yesterday yeah, what well, came out yesterday.
1: Uh, so, uh, we we don't really have anything coming out this week uh, cuz we're
0: cuz we're hanging Cuz we're you. here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cuz we're hanging with you
1: guys, but uh last week was uh Oregon, Oregon wine. Oregon so wine, a okay. Pinot it, and a Pinot Noir.
0: So, since you like the hoppy beers, have you done like a Pacific Northwest beer because they love their hops? Up no, there. we haven't.
3: We haven't yet. Oh. Uh, we so, made Josh is not really a hop guy. So, I've kind of laid laid back
0: on that. Sounds like if you yeah. want to do a hoppy beer, I just need to like kick him yeah. out of the way. <laughs> and I'll just, just come to- hang
3: out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat. That's why I do the blind on the beer. <laughs> yeah. And I do everything else. <laughs>
0: yeah. so. All right. So, you come out every Thursday, five ish or so? Yeah. Around, awesome. Around happy hour. Cool. So, right. all of our listeners, you know, make sure you check them out because you'll. You'll definitely learn something. It's fun. You know, you don't see a lot of, you know, father son duo right. out there. You get the chemistry down really nice. But you'll you'll also learn something. Right. Because um, you know, I've been drinking for how old am I? I'm thirty-six now. Yeah. I've been drinking for a while. Um So have we. <laughs> <laughs> so you you'll learn you'll definitely learn something. And then, you know, our show comes out afterwards. Yeah. All right. I, you know. I appreciate y'all coming on and it's glad we can finally get the timing down right for you to come on to the show. And yeah, man, uh,
3: we really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, thank we, you we very appreciate much. Appreciate you having yeah. on. Yeah, have no problem.
0: Saw. So I can't wait to, uh, to hear some other stuff that you got coming out and, uh, you know, adding to my repertoire of drinks and food that I need to, uh, I need keep, to try. Keep yeah, listening, Aaron. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be doing that. So, all right, well, we will see everybody next week. I got, I got nobody say, be the good. One of you have to say, be the good, be the good. Later.